It's game day. And time for Red Rebel Football on your home for Rebel Radio, 95.7 Duke FM. The Rebel Radio crew was about to set the stage for what hopes to be another Red Rebel victory on the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show. Tell Mama and them to get set for the Twin City Certified Maryville Game of the Week. And look out, because here come those Rebels. And good game day to you, and welcome to Rebel Radio Live from Skeeter Shield Stadium on the campus of Maryville High School for the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week and the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz, and tonight the Rebels lock horns with the reigning 3A state champs and the big cross-county rival in the Alcoa Tornadoes. They meet for the 94th edition of the Battle of Pistol Creek. The Tornadoes have cruised to a 3-0 start with wins over Ray County, Gatlinburg, Pittman, and Northview Academy. But tonight, the competition steps up to the mighty Red Rebels. Can the Rebels put the first blemish on the Brian Nix era for the Tornadoes? We're about to find out, but as we look to preview the 94th battle, Mr. Metz, how about those Rebels? The Battle of Pistol Creek deserves a quote from the Western Big Country. You're gambling, Alcoa. You're gambling that if we fight, you can beat me. And you're gambling that if you beat me, they will admire you for it. Tonight, the rivalry continues with 95.7. The Duke FM as Derek Hunt fortifies with Clemmer, Vaughn, Ledoux, Cooper, and company to face the crosstown foe tornadoes as they drive into town, led by first-year coach Brian Nix and his gang of Lunsford, Owens, Harrison, Davis. You ready, Wayne? Hey, if that don't get you fired up, your wood's wet. So I'm excited to get going. It's, it's going to be a great kitchen tune-up pregame show. Uh, both teams 3-0. and uh, Both It's an out-of-conference game for both these teams, so it's really throw the records out, throw the, the, the resumes out. It's about who has the best 48 minutes on September 9th, 2022. So we're excited to see what that looks like for both these teams. Both teams really fired up. A lot of firing on all cylinders for the first three matchups, but it matters what happens here tonight. But last night, just to recap what happened a week ago, defeating Farragut right here on Skeeter Shield Stadium, uh, Jim Renfro Field. Uh, we had a lot on our on our plate, Ben, when we went to choose the Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game, and uh, we went with the offensive line, the whole of them, the whole line of the big guys, and love what they were able to do, and uh, they did not disappoint. Yeah, allow zero sacks for the offensive line, one dead ball penalty, 247 yards rushing against Farragut, shut down Bryce Fontenot, who had 16 tackles and one fumble coming into that game. So a uh, big shout-out to our offensive linemen that were the Smoky Mountain Axe House players of the game. Yeah, they haven't allowed a sack yet here in 2022, and we'll hope that that streak continues here tonight. But uh, as, as each player of the game gets the opportunity, they get to talk in the Red Hot Minute. For those who are just listening now, uh, the Red Hot Minute is last week's player of the game. We're going to ask them shotgun-style questions about different things non-football related school related food related car related a lot of fun little questions here but zach heckman was uh blake heckman i'm sorry was the representative from the offensive line that stepped up and stepped into this week's red hot minute right here it is 
And we're pleased to be joined by Blake Heckman, this most recent, a member of uh, this most recent Smoky Mountain Axe House Players of the Game. The entire offensive line was the uh, was the player of the game. But Blake, you are the 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 standing representative that gets to stand in and, and do the Red Hot Minute. Are, have you heard about the Red Hot Minute? No, sir, I have not. So so Gage and Noah, I won't give you any of their answers, but they were the first two takes on the Red Hot Minute, and uh, it's shotgun style questions for sixty seconds. It's really so our listeners can learn a little bit about the Rebel that they maybe know but some things that they maybe don't so we're uh we're gonna do that are you ready yes sir all right well the game begins in three two one all right blake what is your favorite junk food oh gotta be captain crunch favorite hype song um honestly some anything loud okay <laughs> favorite holiday oh christmas by far on a scale of one to carrie underwood rate your karaoke skills about a two <laughs> Oh, everybody else has been high on themselves. Give we're They're gonna go lying. five at minimum. Favorite superhero? Um, gotta be Batman. Love Batman. What's your favorite class in high school, non-sports related? Um, I love my criminal uh, investigation class with Mr. Macklemore. Awesome. If you could have any vehicle to drive, what would it be? My current truck, a Chevy Silverado. That away. And then if you could attend any sporting event for free, regardless of country location, what would it be? Tennessee football game. What pro athlete do you look up to the most, past or present? Um, I really look up to Taylor Lewan. He's a left, left or right tackle for the Tennessee Titans. Favorite ice cream flavor? Rocky Road, all the way. That away. So you have outlasted the Red Hot Minute. Maybe answered the most questions of anybody. Talk about prepared. Mr. Eggman uh, was ready to, to, to pounce. But uh, appreciate you being the representative from the O-line uh, to do this Red Hot Minute. And, man, you you guys had a great – you've had a great season, 3-0. and uh, But last week, five touchdowns by three different backs, over 250 yards of rushing. So appreciate what you do for Maryville High School, and thanks for being part of the Red awesome. Hot Minute. Thank, thank you for having me. All right. Well, you've listen to the red hot minute let's take us a break listen to our fine sponsors when we come back more of the kitchen tuna pregame show right here on rebel radio 95.7 duke fm you can get a kitchen tune-up in just days, not weeks, with Kitchen Tune-Up. Locally and family-owned Kitchen Tune-Up can update your kitchen with cabinet refacing, painting, new countertops, a backsplash, even a full custom kitchen makeover. The skilled craftsman of Kitchen Tune-Up can transform your outdated kitchen in days, not weeks. Choose American-made cabinetry and accessories, or save time and money with cabinet refacing, remodeling your expectations in days, not weeks. Learn more at kitchentuneup.com. Kitchen Tune-Up is a proud sponsor of Maryville High School Football. Welcome back to Skeeter Shield Stadium, Jim Renfro Field on the campus of Maryville High School where Wayne Kaiser and Ben Metz uh, were in the kitchen tune-up pregame show. Ben, uh, a lot of cool things going on here tonight. Rivalry week. It is the uh, Great American Rivalry Series. I think it's sponsored by Reese's. But uh, Ty Elder, Mr. Uh, Mr. Maryville himself, uh, was awarded the Rivalry Series Scholarship while we were at break. Great thing for number 23 on the on the roster. But, man, uh, for his academic achievement, got the opportunity to get the Rivalry Series uh, Scholarship. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I come from a military family, and we've got uh, the United States Marine Corps, here in the stadium, and the student body is representing the colors well. Yeah, America is the uh, theme for the student section here tonight. So, uh, as you can imagine, we've got all levels of uh, American flag being represented on on the clothing and on themselves. So, uh, some people paint it up. 
Uh, but also, it is youth cheerleading night. There was, uh, I think it was kindergarten through senior, uh, was out on Jim Renfro all at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. And what a, what a great effort by all those kids out there. Yeah, it was a great night indeed. But uh, the Red Hot Minute, Blake Hegman, didn't, uh, he didn't disappoint, did he? No, absolutely not. I'm a, I'm a Silverado Rocky Road kind of guy. So I'm a I was gonna go. I'm a Chevy guy, and I think it says it says volumes about Tennessee football when a guy has the opportunity to pick anything that he can do, and he wants to go to a Tennessee football game above any other. I think that speaks to to where we're at. Yeah, absolutely. And you know that night, Wayne, the brotherhood of those offensive linemen. They came up here. They looked out for one another. They were complimentary of each other, the coaches, and the hard work they put in. So really uh, happy to see those guys get that Smoky Mountain Axe house. We're excited. There's going to be a, a parachuter uh, come into the stadium here tonight, so we're kind of waiting on that to happen. The marching Red Rebels are on the football field right now in full uniform. Again, first night in full uniform. Excited about that. The great band that they are, they're putting it out there tonight, and I'm excited to see their field show every week. But that first night in uniform is a different game. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you you, you, met, you hit it the nail on the head, Wayne. <laughs> Well, you know, we talked about last week just kind of leading into the, the Red Hot Minute, but last week, transitioning to this week, leads us to talk to Coach Derek Hunt. Coach Hunt was able to sit down with us earlier this week, talk about what he learned from Farragut, and see what he can do with these tornadoes coming into his house tonight. Here's the interview with the coach. And we're pleased to be joined by the head football coach of your Red Rebels, Coach Derek Hunt. Coach, as always, thanks for the time. Yes, sir. Thank you. Coach, uh, again, uh, another good win last week, uh, defeating Farragut. Uh, again, Farragut brought uh, a, a good little game plan to Skeeter Shield Stadium, had the opportunity to score there late uh, to draw that one a little closer than I think the uh, the play on the field represented. But uh, they gave some uh, a lot of good looks to a lot of young players. Yeah, I mean, I thought we executed well, especially the first half. It was near flawless besides – you know, that one midfield drive Farragut had that ended in a touchdown, everything else was awesome. Offense scored every time we touched it, and, you know, we were executing at a high level. Uh, second half, you know, I thought both both sides were a little sloppy, and, uh, you know, Farragut made some plays too, and we got to sub towards the end, and, um, you know, got some of our, our young guys got some valuable experience. Yeah, and, you know, talking about just explosiveness, talking about the offense, uh, Noah Vaughn is quickly putting together touchdown uh, numbers through three games that's pretty scary. If my if my numbers serve me correctly, he's nearing 10 touchdowns in three games. I think uh, maybe maybe eight on the ground, one through the air, something like that. So uh, he's a he's a he's a joystick. He's a he's an easy button in a lot of ways. Uh, I think he thought he had locked up the uh, uh, the player of the game. Uh, talking with our sideline reporter uh, yet again for back to back weeks. Uh, just uh, just really a close race there. But what what's Noah do to to kind of exploit things on offense? I mean, well, just his his unique um, ability to score in different ways. Obviously, he can do it in special teams, catching the ball, running the ball. So, you know, I think he is really hard to – he's really hard to defend because he can do so many different things. It's not like he's just a downhill tackle-to-tackle gap scheme runner. But he can also, you know, get outside and capture the edge and go score. He's got speed to, ta- to you know, run away from people. So he's, he's hard to tackle, low center of gravity, physical. You know, he checks all the boxes. So, you know, needless to say, we're – lucky to have him on our team well and and you know he's got a he's got a really nice uh 
you know, kind of matching pair there in Gage Ledoux. Gage coming off the the kind of dinged up game against Powell. Uh, we're really kind of nervous there in the in the Powell game that we were going to lose him, uh, but he didn't miss a step. Last week had a really nice outing, uh, really in the pass game and the throw game uh, as Gage Ledoux hauls in a big touchdown catch. Yeah, it was a great play. Matthew gave him a chance. They covered it actually pretty well. Farragut did. Um, you know, Matthew give, gives it, gives his guy a chance and Gage made a phenomenal play. Well, and, and I told uh, on the broadcast, told Ben, uh, you know, really that, uh, that puts on film something that people have to chew on each and every week. The fact that that size of a player can go out there and legitimately play receiver. I mean, he high-pointed the football, came down with it. You know, one is one-on-one, and then not only did he do that, but had the mind about it to get upfield and and really create a a lot of separation there. So really great play there. Uh, Defensively, I thought thought the Rebels really put a good product out there, got upfield quite a bit, uh, made the quarterback uh, for – for Farragut really have to work his tail off, put the running back in position to to really have to get what he could get uh, before he was tackled. Uh, but uh, just an overall really nice performance last week. Last week, Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game, the offensive line in its entirety. I think anytime you 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 paved the way for five rushing touchdowns, close to 250 yards on the ground. Uh, that's a, that's a big night for anybody. Sure, and our offensive line deserves all the credit that they get all the accolades that they get they deserve it you know talking about a position that may not get um may not get seen as much and may not be in the newspaper and their stats certainly aren't going to be posted but at the end of the day we wouldn't win a game without them and we tell them that all the time they know that Noah knows that you know Matthew knows that all of our guys understand that so something that we're um you know it's a huge deal football you can't win can't win a football game without both lines and so you know if we're going to be strong anywhere that's where we want to be strong well and it's amazing you look at the there's a lot of there's a lot of upperclassmen on that offensive line but talk about uh there's some youth there as well talk about alex boyd some underclassmen uh that are stepping in and stepping up and really like i said they they create it to where you know i think it would as a play caller you you feel comfortable running on either side of that line sure you know we got good players all across the board and and they're they're those good players are getting better because we're playing stiff competition. You know, so they're going to make mistakes. That's part of it, and that's what you know you want them to learn from those mistakes and get better. And they're certainly doing that. Absolutely. But uh, as we turn the page to what's going on this week, uh, I think we'd be remiss to say this isn't uh, one of the larger games in, in the community. Uh, the battle for Pistol Creek, the 94th annual or the 94th edition of this matchup, uh, Maryville versus Alcoa. Uh, it's at Skeeter Shield Stadium this this year, so you got to be happy with that. But uh, are your guys? excited to, to get underway against Alcoa this week. Yeah, always a fun game, big rivalry, you know, great opponent in Alcoa, and they're just they check every box that you look, you know, you think of when you think Alcoa, big, physical, fast, well coached. You know, they they do all that again this year and you know we're gonna have our hands full. But our kids are excited and you know just to kind of see where we stand against one of the one of the best teams in the state year in, year out. You, you know, it's funny. People are, you know, they, they ask different questions about what what's the game going to be like this Friday night. And I said, well, I said, it's not even the first state champion that you're going up against uh, as, as you went up against the 5A state champion, Powell. Uh, but th- there is a new wrinkle to this rivalry. Coach Nix is, is, uh, is the head football coach now, had previously been the defensive coordinator for a very long time. Uh, I guess in, in some review there, are you seeing a different – a different swagger, a different dynamic with Brian being at the the head. You know, it's it's tough to say. I, you know, he 
Coach Nix has been there so long. I mean, he'd been there longer than Coach Rankin had been. And so he's been such a staple for, for Alcoa for so long. I, you know, to me, they're, they're the same Alcoa, you know, which is a compliment because they've been so good, you know. Um, you know, just like I said, well-coached. You know, they've got length. They've got speed. They're physical. They always play hard, always have, still do. And then, of course, on the other side of the ball, Coach Sweetland, he's been, you know, winning control of the offense for a long time now, too. So, you know, not many things have changed, in my opinion, you know, but I think Coach Nix is going to do a phenomenal job, and he'll keep that thing going and take it to a whole nother level. You know, this uh, hopefully will be a, a great matchup for both teams. I think the the storyline goes, uh, Coach Nix being a, a very strong defensive-minded coach, you being a very offensive-minded coach. Uh, that could be some some fun things to watch there Friday night. But the 94th edition of the Battle of Pistol Creek uh, supposed to be, or it's in voting for the uh, the Titans game of the week. And uh, as I said on social media, I don't I, I think there's some really good games on that list, but there's only one great game, and I think it's played uh, right here at Maryville High School. Yeah, we we've been nominated a bunch of times and never can win. It seems like um, I don't know if that's just a a math game, pure numbers, lack of numbers, and you know, other teams have more. But like us, like you said, I agree. We certainly feel like it's always the game of the week, and the game of the year. Well, it's uh, it is nominated and was on the calendar as the Reese's uh, American Rivalry Series uh, game of the week. So that's already been decided. But uh, I don't think titles is what makes the game. It's what happens yard line to yard line. But uh, but coach, I. I I think we're biased uh, at Rebel Radio, but we we like we like the Rebels' chances. We wish you guys the best, and uh, again, a game that is maybe outside of region play, but in community, uh, it's got a, it's got big value. So uh, I know you're planning, uh, getting ready, putting every ounce into this one. But uh, appreciate you as always taking the time to. Uh, to give us some some words here. Yes, sir. Thank you so much, Wayne. Appreciate you. Awesome. Well, that has been the interview with Coach Derek Hunt leading up to the 94th annual Battle of Pistol Creek. Let's take us a break. Listen to these great sponsors when we come back. More of the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show right here on 95.7 Duke FM. You can get a kitchen tune-up in just days, not weeks, with Kitchen Tune-Up. Locally and family-owned Kitchen Tune-Up can update your kitchen with cabinet refacing, painting, new countertops, and backsplash, even a full custom kitchen makeover. The skilled craftsman of Kitchen Tune-Up can transform your outdated kitchen in days, not weeks. Choose American-made cabinetry and accessories, or save time and money with cabinet refacing, remodeling your expectations in days, not weeks. Learn more at kitchentuneup.com. Kitchen Tune-Up is a proud sponsor of Maryville High School Football. And welcome back to the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And just like clockwork, we're going to take a moment of silence and then we're going to have the national anthem performed by the Marching Red Rebel Band. Uh, we'll uh, we'll turn it over to them here in just a second, but uh, been an electric environment here early on. Yeah, absolutely. This rivalry right here, um, two excellent football teams getting ready to play. Let's turn it over to the band.
couldn't have said it better myself. The Marching Red Rebel Band uh, did a great job there with the Star Spangled Banner. And, uh, and Ben, it, it's crazy. Sunday uh, will be the... Uh, It'll be the 21st anniversary of 9-11. So uh, flag is at half-mast here at, uh, or half-staff here at uh, Skeeter Shield Stadium uh, for good reason. And the band just, uh, like I said, uh, represented the Star Spangled Banner very well. Great rendition and just a shout-out to all veterans out there, active duty, former active duty. Um, can't tell you all how much you mean to us. Absolutely. Great, great uh, representation there. Uh, ben, kind of some things that we normally do here in the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show. Want to run through our starters here for the Red Rebels. Uh, the the Rebel Radio starting lineup will start on defense. Uh, your front line for the defense for Maryville High School, Caleb Graham, number 21, a senior. Uh, number 95, Frankie Diaz, a senior. Uh, number 83, Jason Manneker, a senior. Your inside linebackers will be Peyton Cooper and Jacob Richmond, both seniors. Outside linebackers, Isaiah French, Brandon Husky, both seniors. Your backfield in the defense will be Cannon Johnson, Andrew Wallace, and Hutton Jones and Zeke McCoy. That'll make up your defensive starters for the Red Rebels. On offense, your tackles, Alex Boyd, number 53, number 78, Blake Heckman, your guards will be Jay Adams and Houston Ratledge. And your center, the Liberty Commit, Cal Grubbs. Your wide receiving core for the Red Rebels will be Zeke McCoy, number four. Caleb Dunford, number ten. Number two, DJ Gillins. Your running backs and fullback, Noah Vaughn, number zero. And Gage Ledoux, number seven. Quarterback, Matthew Klimmer. Your specialist, our punter and kicker, Corbin Price. Your long snapper, Peyton Cooper, and the holder, Caleb Dunford, and your Rebels are coached by Derek Hunt. You got me fired up, Wayne. You know I like chow time. Peyton Cooper, Jacob Richmond, Isaiah French have a combined 68 tackles on the season, 7-4 loss, one sack. I'm getting fired up over here, Wayne. <laughs> if you're wondering why the crowd noise lifted while we were talking, it's because the, the Red Rebels in the all-black home unis have made their way toward Jim Renfro Field. If you look at their, their uniform combo, black jerseys, red and white stripes on either shoulder pad, black football pants with red and black stripes on either hip, and the traditional Rebel football helmet with Rebel script on both sides. A tight-looking uniform and an intimidating one, and I'm a long way away. I think the saying on the sign comes from the same Western I saw. <laughs> It says, hey, Alcoa, we're on a winning streak, and the Red Rebels won't go down at the battle at Pistol Creek. So uh, I think it's uh, it's well-fitting. Uh, nonetheless, it's a, a battle of Pistol Creek. The series record is 66 wins for the Rebels, 24 wins for the Tornadoes, and three that they couldn't figure it out in 48. It's a tie, three ties, 66, 24, and three, the overall record in favor of the Red Rebels. Alcoa is making their way to Jim Renfro Field. They will be in their white road jerseys. Uh, it's going to be uh, maroon numerals uh, trimmed in black. Then it's going to be the aluminum color football pants. And then their traditional aluminum helmet with Alcoa and the Tornado insignia on either side. Yeah, Brian Nixon, his first season as head coach of the Tornadoes. He's defensive coordinator since 2004 for the long time, Gary Rankin. Um, so excited to see his new coaching style out here tonight. 
Yeah, it's uh, you know, Coach Hunt. I think talked about it in the in the uh, intro. Not a lot has changed from this coaching staff. Really, they didn't even add a new defensive coordinator. Brian Nix did is doing double duty. He's going to call the defense and be the head coach. So I think that is a piece uh, to the puzzle to keep your eye on. A little shout-out. want to always give shout-outs to our great sponsors for Rebel Radio. We've got a good uh, stable of sponsors here this year, and it goes like this. Twin City Certified will bring you the game of the week each and every week. Stevenson Tire, Cody Knuckles, Pistol Creek Eats, and REO Cheesewagon are great game day sponsors. REO Cheesewagon has fed us today, and we're full. Painter One. Kitchen Tune-Up, 95.7 Duke FM, Dwight Price of Realty Executives, Common Sense Pest Control, El Himidor Mexican Grill, Huddleston Law Firm right here in Maryville, Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage, Smoky Mountain Axe House, and Denzo Manufacturing. And our teammate Hippie, he's not here with us tonight, right? But he's with, he's listening to us. Yeah. And we followed a tradition for Hippie tonight, didn't we, Wayne? Yeah, Hippie uh, is, uh, he's always bringing us keys to the game. And so Hips did not, uh, he did not disappoint uh, tonight. I'm trying to get him pulled up, Ben, but uh, go ahead. Yeah, so uh, quarterback play, what quarterback will outweigh the other? The secondary will need to be prepared for those receivers. Number two. Create pressure on Lunsford. This is a run-pass option, um, which it focuses on the tight end play of Eli Owens to clear the middle of the field. So create pressure on Lunsford. Old reliable, Vaughn and Ledoux. Vaughn, 458 yards rushing and five touchdowns, four receptions for 172 yards and two touchdowns. Gage Ledoux, 161 yards <laughs> receiving with three touchdowns in 69-yard first quarter, clean like bleach and vinegar. <laughs> in the wash, catch against Farragut in the first quarter with three minutes in. I mean, yeah. it was it was a pretty catch, Wayne. Yeah, Hips never ceases to amaze us. Uh, but as we're about to have the coin flip, we're going to kick it down to this week's sideline reporter, a throwback. Uh, he is a, a Rebel Radio alum, Mr. Carson Crouch. What do you got going on down there on the sideline? Man, I tell you what, it is a packed house right here in Maryville. Love being down here. I'm talking there's people waiting at the entrance just to get into the football field. Not only that, players are hyped, ready to go. Uh, wouldn't expect anything less out of the Rebels today. Yeah, we'll come to you early and often, Mr. Crouch, so keep it live down there on the sideline, and we'll be right back. And and that's Carson Crouch. Always excited to have him with us. Uh, again, when you're going to bring in a backup, you bring in a ringer. This is to the level of uh, signing a Max Scherzer when you get Carson Crouch. Translation from Carson. You tell me if I'm wrong. It's <laughs> chow time, right? I think he wants uh, he wants some people chewing it up. But, uh, you know, talk about our great sponsors. Uh, there's another sponsor, uh, Denso Manufacturing. They have joined the ranks of the uh, of the, the Kingdom Design Ministries Dancing with the Stars competition. They actually are going to have their president. The president of Denso Manufacturing uh, will be part of that Dancing with the Stars. Uh, it's going to be a group of four, a salsa dance team, that will include the president of Denso, Sean Nakamizo. Can we enter that? You can. <laughs> I don't know that you're going to be a four-man team, but you can join it, and I, I would I would support you. All right. But uh, tonight's captains, again, Ken Main always takes care of us to get the captains ready for Maryville. Will be number 19 Wyatt Kaufman, number 54 Cal Grubbs, number 43 Jacob Richmond, and number zero Noah Vaughn. For Alcoa, a host of tornadoes making the trip to midfield, as it will be number nine Jordan Harris, number two Aaron Davis, uh, number 11 Zach Lunsford, number 59. 
Uh, Josh Hall, Lance Williams, number 79, Tyler Sperling, number 50, Tyler Jeffries, 53, Samir Sharif, number 33, Ignacio Perez, number 97, I told you it was a lot, Colby Barrett, number 8, the three that made it to midfield, number 9, uh, number 79, and number 8. Is that the starting lineup or captains? Yeah, I was going to say, that's either the defense or that's who made it. But uh, it is going to be uh, a monster game right here as the Tornadoes break their paper and head to their sideline. Uh, Their fan base is hot and ready to go, too. The the visiting stands over there, Ben, hot to trot, live in the sunlight. uh, So the the hot part is is realistic. But uh, Maryville stands packed with the Rebel faithful, and uh, I'm getting fired up, and I'm, I'm in the A.C., yeah, absolutely, man. I tell you, and, you know, we talked a little bit about the stars of this game. So you got your Lunsford, your Eli Owens, your Jordan Harris. I don't want to leave anybody out, but there's a lot of good players playing today. Noah Vaughn, Gage Ledoux. So, yeah, we're ready to go. Yeah, absolutely. Looks like, uh, see if I can get it right, Alcoa won the toss. They want the football, so they want to get try to see if they can put points on the board first here in the 94th edition of the Battle of Pistol Creek. But, Ben, uh, all the talking's over. It's talking season's complete. It's time for football here in Maryville. Let's tee it up. Corbin Price will come to kick, and it will be the, the other 10 out there on special teams for the Red Rebels. Deep for Alcoa. Will be number nine, Jordan Harris. Not, ex- not, uh, I guess, not excited about that. He's a he's a great returner. We'll just see if Corbin can put it in the end zone. Looks like Wide is going to be number 18, Brennan Dugan, and then the other one, Ben. Can you help me with the number on the close side? Is that number 12, Eli Graff? Yeah. So those are the three deep tornadoes. Corbin Price will kick left to right here on Jim Renfro Field, or if you need a reference, he's headed towards Cedar Street. Yeah, look out for Eli Graff tonight. I think he's your sleeper. He's a sophomore this year. Excellent athlete, plays corner. He's also a good basketball player. So watch him over here, number 12. Corbin Price gives the sign. He is away. And Ben Metz, it's football time in Maryville. The kick will go end over end. It will be returnable from the one. Here comes Harris. Harris gets across the 10, 15, 20. He's going to cut up field. has got one man to meet. Gillen's trying to cut him down. He kicks him wide. Corbin Price gets his jersey. Still nothing. He's into Maryville territory down inside the 35 and an explosive start for the Tornadoes. Yeah, Jordan Harris just got into open field there, cut to the sidelines. D.J. Gillins tried to bring him down with a shoestring tackle, couldn't do it, and eventually was brought down by number one, Price Davis. 67-yard return for the the, the do-it-all Mr. Mr. Jordan Harris, and they will quickly bring the offense out. Lunsford, the senior, is guiding the controls. He's been a starter for the last three years, but this season, this team's all his. 27 for 32 this year, 575 yards passing and eight touchdowns for Mr. Lunsford. Jordan Harris will be to Lunsford's left. He's going to move Eli Owens into motion. They're going to move. There's going to move Jordan Harris out in the flat. He's going to kick up field. Needs to beat one guy. He cannot. And he's going to be dropped at the 25-yard line. Peyton Cooper breaks down, makes a nice tackle. Second down, three yards to go. Seven-yard pickup for Mr. He has had two opportunities in this game. And went forward both times. Jordan Harris, he's explosive. Yeah, he's shifty. Going to see what the Rebels are running. Looks like they're going to be in, in kind of a uh, a little bit of an altered. Now they're going to get back into base, 3-4 defense. Lunsford going to be back in the backfield by himself for a moment. Then he moves Jordan Harris into the flat. He's motion, no call. They're going to get it to Eli Owens near the first down marker. And they're going to give him forward progress to the 21 
And he needed three. He got four, Ben. That's a first down Tornadoes. Shiver me timbers. Cannon Johnson on the tackle. A big hit on uh, Eli Owens. You talked about it earlier. He's a Kentucky commit. And so the the fact that Cannon Johnson really got him for no gain after catch, uh, that's going to be huge. Yeah, 6'3", 225-pound tight end. Recently received an offer from Kentucky, like Wayne said. We're going to see what Lunsford does. He moves Jordan Harris across the formation, fakes the handoff, and a flag comes in a little late for a pre-snap penalty, but they're going to call false start, and we'll take it. It's going to be against the Tornadoes. Uh, that'll be a uh, dead ball penalty, so it'll stay first down for them as they have uh, they have brought explosiveness here to Jim Renfro. You know, Eli can be uh, explosive on offense and defense. You know, defense this year, he's got four sacks, leads the team. They'll reset first and 15, ball on the Maribel 26-yard line as they go right to left. They're heading toward the field house. Jordan Harris will flip to Lunsford's right. They're going to have two receivers to the right, one to the left. Lunsford tries to get to hard count. He's going to take a little three-step drop, delivers over in the flat to Owens. Owens is gang-tackled by the Rebels and just short of the original line of scrimmage. Pick up a four. Jason Maneker stayed right on him and brought him to the turf. That's the style of offense they're going to run tonight. They're going to try to put an emphasis on the tight end to open up the middle of the field. Way to play it right there, 8-3. Yeah, got to love the fact that that they wanted Owens, they got Owens, and they still are in second and long. Second down, actually 13 to go. They're only going to give him two yards on the pickup. Now, go quickly back to the line of scrimmage. They're going to move. They're going to move Owens left to right. Lunsford takes the shotgun snap. He's going to flip it to Mr. Reliable Jordan Harris. And Jordan, Lord of Mercy, lightning strike looks at him and says, "Wow, he's fast." He gets near the first down. They're going to give it to him. First and. Is that going to be first and goal? They're waiting to set the football. It's all no. It looks like it's going to be at the 12. Uh, so that's going to be first and 10 with an opportunity. No, no, they're going to call him short. They're going to call him six inches short. Circle the wagons, Ben. We're back. Third and short. Yeah. What started the success of that play? They moved Eli Owens into motion, and he was the lead blocker. He got. He's the one who started that path. Jordan Harris is going to be straight behind Lunsford. I wouldn't be surprised if you don't see him carry it again. Lunsford's going to take a high snap, wanted to get it to him. He's just going to have to chuck it. He gets it to Owens, incomplete. And we've got a fourth down here, Ben. Cannonball. Love that play. Played played Eli Owens as square as anybody's played him and uh, just cut his feet out from under him. Told him make the play if you're going to, but it's going to pay for it. And uh, incomplete was the call, and I don't think I'm surprised here. How, How about Frankie ripping and getting in the backfield, causing that pressure to force a poor pass? Well, this is the defense that's proud. They they don't want to give up any yards. And tonight, uh, early on, uh, Jordan Harris has made uh, made some whittling room. They're going to run this power set. It's going to be Lunsford under center. Going to have Eli Owens and Jordan Harris in the backfield. He's going to pull it back, gets it to Harris. Harris is going to be stopped. Does he get to the line to gain? I don't think so. I do not think so. Turnover. It's back to the Rebels. Swallows him up. Here's the thing, bend but don't break defense wins in this place. Wins in this place. Huge play for the defense. We got tuba players dancing. Well, wouldn't you? Yeah. And Matthew Clemmer, after an early scare from the Tornadoes, will take this one over, and it'll be first and ten Red Rebels deep in their own territory, but with the scoreboard still reading 0-0. 9.28 to go here in the first. If you're just joining us, a huge stop by the Rebel defense. 
Clemmer and shotgun will take the shotgun snap. Looks to get it in the flat. Looking for Noah Vaughn. It's going to be just at his feet. Incomplete. Like the play call, Ben. Just got to get a little more air under it. Yeah, he tried to lead him a little bit with that pass. Probably, if, you know, if you ask Matthew, he'd like to have that back and try it again. Just a lot of cutting, cutting defenders right there. I think he just wanted to make sure it got to Noah. Yeah, get it out there quick so you can try to make some big yardage out of it. There wasn't a block on that corner. Clemmer keeps his eyes peeled on Coach Hunt, and he gets the play. He's going to have trips to the right. He's going to have Noah Vaughn behind him. He's going to move Gage Ledoux right to left across the formation. He'll take the shotgun snap. He's going to give it to Noah Vaughn, stutter step. He's going to get through the first line of defenders. He's going to pick up about six. And Noah Vaughn, Ben, uh, after first contact, about four more. It's going to bring up third and four. Yeah, what's the old saying? Lickety split. He just kind of shifts back and forth, gets a couple yards on that run, puts us in good position, third down and three, 9.03 left to go. Yeah, my father-in-law would call that the old water buck. He's a water buck. Clemmer in shotgun formation. Gates will do, still in motion, going to go right to left. Hard count, doesn't get Alcoa to pull, so he's going to look back to the sideline. He's going to have one receiver to the left, two to the right. Now he's going to move Noah Vaughn to his right hip pocket. He's going to take that snap. He's going to give it. No, he's going to fake it. He's going to get it across the middle. He's got it to Zeke McCoy. First down, Rebels. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives. First down, huge pickup. Yeah, it looked like an audible was called when Matthew looked over to the sidelines because the short yardage was shut down. There was no safety help, no safety deep. So Zeke does just a little post route over middle of the field on solo coverage. No safety there to help. Make a nice catch. 18 yards on the pickup and a new set of downs. First and 10 Rebels. Again, Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Clemmer makes the play call. He's going to have two to the left, two to the right, and he's going to have Noah to his right. Gage Ledoux looks like he doesn't understand the play call. He's going to stack up to the left. He's going to take the shotgun snap. Clemmer, spin move. Here goes Noah Vaughn. He gets across the 40, and shoestring tackle keeps that for going for long. Pick up a four there on first down. The spin doctor. Well, I'll tell you, if he can't get sponsored in the days of NIL by Frigidaire's, Samsung, Whirlpool, he can do it all. Clemmer looks to the sideline. Again, a quick huddle not to allow so much substitution by the Tornadoes. 7.38 to go here in the first. Still scoreless if you're just joining us. Alcoa gets the ball first. Turnover deep in Maryville territory. And Rebels on their first march right now. Trips to the right, one to the left, shotgun snap. He wants to throw it. He thinks about getting rid of it. Clemmer just needs to go down, and he does, but not before a huge loss and a sack. The first of the season, but it comes at the hands of the Tornadoes. Number 58, Ryan McCourt in on the sack. It's going to be a nine-yard sack there on second down. It's going to bring up third and about 15. Third down efficiency last week, four of seven. Clemmer had a pass in the flat, a screen in the flat. It was covered well by the Tornadoes. Option number two was take off, but he was swallowed up before he could get going. And I've watched DJ Gillins here in the slot, two receivers to the left, two to the right, takes the shotgun snap. They're going to blow it dead. They're going to say timeout Marable before the snap. So a third and long for the Rebels in their own territory, and Coach Hunt wants to talk about it. Let's talk about it with them. That's a Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. 
It's barbecue time in Maryville, and Pistol Creek Eats is your local fix for award-winning melt-in-your-mouth brisket and barbecue. They're a fan-favorite barbecue food truck in our area, and Pistol Creek Eats can be available for your block parties, catering, and tailgate needs. Looking for a quick stop for quality barbecue? Look no further than a Taste of Blunt Award winner in Pistol Creek Eats. You can check out their website, PistolCreekEats.com, or you can check them out on social media to see where they're going to be each and every week, but Pistol Creek Eats, Blunt County's own top shelf barbecue, and you can thank me later. From the Hep Roofing Studios, we want to be your roofer. This is WDKW, Maryville, Knoxville, 95.7 Duke FM, your home for Maryville Rebels football. Welcome back to Rebel Radio, Maryville High School. I'm Wayne Kaiser, and it's third and long. Clemmer takes the shotgun snap. He flips it out to Gage Ledoux. He makes the reception a big circus catch, but it's going to be short of the first down, about three yards short of the first down marker. Brings up fourth and three, and the Rebels got a decision to make. Yeah, 15-yard out route. He just kind of goes out there, breaks down, and heads towards the sidelines, makes a nice jump and catch. Yeah, I'm interested in this play call here. Looks like Clemmer's stepping out. Looks like they're bringing in the beef. Probably going to be the rhino package or the hippo. And I think this may be a hard count to see if he can get the tornadoes to move. I like rhino. We're going to see. Noah Vaughn is out there. He gets the hard count. He gets the football. He's going to go around the right end. He cuts up field. He gets a first down. He clears it. He gets a 35, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Can you say it? Oh, touchdown, Rebels. Noah Vaughn is gone. If he's even, the man's leaving Ben Metz and touchdown, and the Denso scoreboard has just changed. Where's Jeff Weaver at? Get you a picture down there. Six to nothing in favor of the Rebels with the huge 56-yard fourth down scamper by the senior Virginia commit, Noah Vaughn. They tried to make a shoestring tackle right around near the 45-yard line, did not do it, and he was gone. Yeah, as McLemore would say, he's got the Velcros. But Corbin Price will tee this up. Lunsford to hold. The kick is up, and it's hidden Jeff Weaver's house. The kick is good. The Denzo scoreboard now reads your Rebel 7, the visiting Alcoa Tornado 0. You're listening to Rebel Radio. We'll be right back. Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee? Want a realtor with the honesty and integrity you deserve? Then you need to call Cody Knuckles with Keller Williams Realty in Maryville. Cody is a realtor who invests in our local community and will work for you on your buying or selling project. He's people-focused and faith-driven to get the job done for you and make your real estate dreams a reality. So pick up the phone and call 865-404-3033. That's 865-404-3033. And let Cody Knuckles take your real estate goals from a First down to a touchdown. And welcome back to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. A big touchdown drive there, Ben. How long did it take the Rebels to score on that one? Seven plays, 88 yards, three minutes time of possession. And here's the thing. Had he not got caught by his shoestrings, it'd have been 259. The guy came loose. And Noah Vaughn, you know, I talked to a lot of people. That's the X factor for the Rebels. Can you contain Noah Vaughn? Well, it may happen the rest of the night, but they're on fourth and three in a rhino package where you knew he was running it. Nobody could stop number zero. 
Yeah, and you and I talked about it off the air a little bit, how important it is to shut down Noah Vaughn. He's the key to this offense. Brian Nix, I'm sure, has a plan to, to make those adjustments, so we need to be prepared going on to the next drive. And Corbin Price will kick this one away. Again, deep will be Jordan Harris, and he will not have a second opportunity. It will go into the end zone between the R and the E, and it will be a touchback, and the Alcoa Tornadoes will bring it out for their second offensive stint. And we'll start at their own 20-yard line. Little shout-outs. Uh, Jude Ellison's listen to, uh, listening to us, I believe, from Kentucky. Uh, I think he's headed on his way uh, to go to Pittsburgh to, to watch Tennessee play tomorrow. Uh, we've got T-Carp Outdoors. He's listening, I believe, from South Carolina. A lot, of, a lot of people that are out of state but said, I'm not missing this game. And luckily, we were able to provide that for them. But Lunsford for Alcoa will bring the troops back out. He's going to have three receivers to the left, two to the right. And as I say that, Jordan Harris flips it to the flat. He's going to get the football on the right flat. He's going to try to cut it upfield. He is going to be wrestled down, a little razzle-dazzle, uh, but it's going to net him about four yards. That's going to be second and six upcoming. You got the boogeyman, Jacob Richmond, on the play. Nice yeah. play, 4-3. Jacob Richmond, last year's Alcoa game, Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game. Big interception in that one, and he's made his name uh, mentioned here. Six minutes to go here in the first quarter. Rebels lead 7 to nothing after the 56-yard Noah Vaughn scamper. Lunsford will stay in shotgun. He'll move Owens out in the flat. And it's going to be, that should be false start, no call. And they're going to get it to number eight. Eight's going to try to get upfield. He's got a head of steam. And for now, he's going to get up to the 32-yard line. But I see laundry on the field. Again, I thought it was a pre-snap penalty, just maybe no contact. But uh, I think they're going to call that one back. He gets the first down immediately, but I think it's going to be called back on the penalty. Yeah, number 18, Drew Wallace, took a high tackle on that one. Looks like he might have had the wind knocked out of him. He's, he's coming out for just a minute. I hope he's all right. Colby Barrett uh, is in there, and, and so looks like they're going to check Elder into the football game. Uh, deep for the Rebels will be uh, Zeke McCoy and Elder. They're in the defensive backfield, and they're going to back that one up for, for the Tornadoes. It's going to be a spot foul. Was it a hold on it? A holding call, so I was completely wrong. So it will be a spot foul. It will be a second down and a good bit. Uh, second down, about 15 to go uh, right there on their own 16-yard line. Lunsford and Shotgun going to take the snap, plays the handoff. Number 11's back there for him. Does he make it? He makes it. He's sacked. Lunsford down. Pudge on the tackle. I call him Pudge because he's a great catcher. You know that? <laughs> you know, Isaiah French is Isaiah so good. French. He's got two number ones on yeah. his jersey. He's 11. Loved the pursuit there. Lunsford tried to pump fake him, thought about, you know, trying to do something with it, and French rolled the bear hug and said, you're not going anywhere, and then the Calvary showed up. It's going to be third and 21, ball on the Tornado nine-yard line. So I think the, the we'll see what uh, what experience brings here as three receivers are to the right, two to the left, and Lunsford by himself in the backfield. He's going to take a three-step drop, look to get it to Owens. It's going to go in and out of the tight end's hands and fall incomplete. Everybody on the Maryville side took a gasp as we thought we had a pick. It's going to turn fourth down, fourth down, 21 yards to go. Uh, so they will quickly bring the punt unit out. Ball is on the Alcoa nine-yard line. So defense, their heels are firmly locked in. And I'm kind of interested they, that they went with the pass on that one. You think you try to run the football, try to – get prepared for a better field position with the punt, 
Instead, they go with the pass and try to get try to get that first down. I think that's credit to uh, to that upfield pressure that that defensive front from Maryville's getting. It's going to be a low snap. He did a little soccer style kick, and he's going to get it away. A high boomer, and it's going to be fair caught by Jax Kirby at the Alcoa 37 yard line. 37-yard line, that's going to be, a, I guess you call it a 37-yard punt from where he stood, but it's going to be a 28-yard punt from the line of scrimmage. We're going to see what Clemmer and company bring out there. Again, I, I think uh, the, the discussion that was had, Coach Nix, uh, to his defense, is number zero, knows how to run the football. Two receivers to the right, and they're going to have a stack set to the left. Clemmer with Noah to his right hip pocket. He's going to give it to the, the zero again. He's going to get wide. He's going to clear one tackle, clear a second, and that is going to be eight big yards there on first down. It's going to bring up second and two. Colby Barrett, number eight, finally brings him down. Well, the jersey stretched about four yards, and then Noah got two more. Uh, it's going to be second down, about two yards to go. Ball on Alcoa's. 29-yard line, and it's four minutes, eight seconds to go. It's going to be Clemmer under center. He's going to move Gage Ledoux right to left. He's going to take the snap. He's going to hand off to Noah Vaughn. Noah's going to go right off guard and nowhere doing as he's going to be met, stopped, and dropped. They've got to blow that whistle, Ben. That was too long. Yeah, number two, Aaron Davis in on the tackle, driving him back. 67 and a half tackles last season with eight in the state title game over East Tennessee. He leads the team with 24 and a half tackles. They're going to say a half-yard loss. Uh, they're going to check out Noah Vaughn, and they're going to check in uh, D.J. Gillins. Clemmer's going to get in there. Play clock, no issue. Sitting at 20 seconds is worth three and a, under three and a half to play here in the first quarter. Clemmer will go back to shotgun. Hard count. Now he looks to the sideline, sees what Coach Hunt wants. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Going to have Gage Ledoux in the backfield with him. I like that option. Clemmer's going to take the snap. He's going to hand it to Gage Ledoux. Gage gets low. Gage gets forward, and he's going to get near the first down marker. I think it's going to be about a yard short. It's going to be fourth and one. Another decision to make here, and I think there's not much thinking here. Clemmer stays out at the hash. He wants to stay in. Yeah, the Alcoa duel in there on the tackle, 44 Eli Owens and 45 Joe McCord. Clock will tick under three minutes, 2.39 to go here in the first quarter. The 94th edition, Battle of Pistol Creek, fourth and two, they're going to say. I think it's a long one, but Maryville keeps the offense out there. Noah Vaughn back into the game. They're going to kick Gage Ledoux out in the flat. Move him in formation right to left. Is this a hard count option, Ben? Clemmer takes the snap. He's going to keep it himself. He's going to drop feet forward. Does he get there? The first guy in says no, and looks like the second guy in agrees. It's going to be a turnover. Clemmer, I uh, got to love the, the call because it's really it's not something we've seen from the Rebels. He get, he takes it off left guard. He gets his, his head upfield, but just the Calvary for Alcoa pile him up, and he's going to be about a half yard short. Turnover, back to Tornadoes. Yeah, the D-line shifted and bunched, and they closed that middle of the field. And we'll see, we'll see. That's uh, you know, that's the chess match that is the Battle of Pistol Creek. That's why it's one of the more coveted tickets in high school football. As you look here at Skeeter Shields, all the seats are full, so now all the uh, the surrounding fencing is starting to take on uh, on bodies. Yeah, there's not an open seat anywhere. I'm just glad Carson's on the on the field. We might lose it. 
First and ten tornadoes. They're going to take the snap. They're going to get it to Jordan Harris. Jordan Harris is going to cut wide. No, that's number seven. Number seven for the tornadoes. That's going to be Elijah Cannon. And a pinball machine is what I liken him to. And he's going to pick up about 17. And it's going to be an Alcoa first down. Ball will sit on the tornado 44-yard line as we go right to left here on Jim Renfro Field. Breaks a couple tackles, gets the first down. Cannon Johnson. Gets shed, sheds his block and makes a tackle near middle of the field. Minute and 42 seconds to go. Alco Tornado's back on offense. This is their third possession. And Zach Lunsford's going to take a shotgun snap, fakes the handoff to Cannon. Now he's going to run it himself. He goes right off left guard, and he's going to pick up another first down, pick up a 13. That was a design quarterback run all the way, Ben. Yeah, and thank goodness Brandon Husky was there to make the tackle because I think it would have been big yardage if he didn't make that tackle. Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, that's that's the chess match, and I've used that word a lot, but really the quarterback play is is one of the things you you gotta you got to think is a huge piece of this game because, yeah, Lunsford has been in the program a ton, first-year starter. Clemmer, this time a year ago, was battling for the bell, not Pistol Creek. Yeah, we talked about the quarterback passing efficiency. It's been incredible for both these guys. Lunsford's going to move a cannon there behind him to the right. And I think that's going to be a false start. I think they're going to give, finally get the movement and back up the Tornadoes. So to your point, Wayne, the passing, the passing efficiency, Clemmer's a 131.3 on a max scale of 158. Zach Lunsford, he's throwing a 158.3 passer rating. So we're talking about two guys that have played near to perfect football at the quarterback position and that's why one of the keys of the game that hippie gave us is who's gonna who's gonna break first. who's gonna break yeah i think that's a great point hippie made hippie uh camping this weekend but i'm sure listening to rebel radio as we are under uh, near 30 seconds going under before the ball snapped in the first quarter of play this may be the final play here of the first quarter it'll be first and 15 alcoa ball sits at the Rebel 49-yard line, trying to see what the call is. Delay of game against the Tornadoes. So now they will go back into their own territory. The only benefit here is it's still first down, but it's first down in West End Tire. First down, 20 yards to go. Ball on their own 46-yard line. Lunsford's going to pull it down, call his own number. He gets wide, and that guy's got a stride, and he's going to get inside the Rebel 40 and down to the Rebel 34-yard line. Near a first down, Let's see if they call it. I think it's going to be second and short, but uh, talk about erasing a deficit. Lunsford, quarterback keeper, that's magic. Yeah, number 44, Eli Owens sealing that end. He created that path down the sideline for that big yardage. Yeah, I uh, I think they've got they've got some really nice play calls for Lunsford. Again, a kid that you don't have to teach much about Alcoa. Uh, you've just got to teach him how to how, how to be the guy, how to be the starter. And so 22 ticks is what remains here in the first as Lunsford got out of bounds. Lunsford's going to take the shotgun snap. He's going to give it to Cannon. Cannon's going to get past the first line of defense. Peyton Cooper gets him at the waist. And then Ty Elder cleans it up on the back end. That was a first down. They did call it a first down, so it'll be second down, about four to go. So pick up of six for Cannon. Yeah, Jason Manneker got in the backfield and had a dead stare down with him before he juked him and got up there up the field. Yeah, got to give that to, to Cannon. Cannon did win that one. As the first quarter will come to an end, the Battle of Pistol Creek has lived up to the billing. Seven for the Red Rebels, zero for Alcoa. We'll take a break, listen to a great sponsor, and when we come back, second quarter action, you're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. 
Craving some amazing eats today? Oreo Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blount County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke you will find your favorite. Follow Oreo Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at oreocheesewagon.com. Oreo Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. Run like a rebel, run like a rebel. And welcome back to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And first quarter score, your Rebel 7. The visiting Alcoa Tornado Zero. A little shout out here. Cuppy is listening to us. Uh, again, good friend of ours. And uh, again, not, not necessarily uh, a Rebel fan, uh, but he's a Rebel radio fan. So love Cuppy. Yeah, first half sta- or first quarter stats rushes, eight rushes for Maribel for 67 yards. Alcoa, nine rushes for 70. 30 passing yards for Maribel, eight for Alcoa. Efficiency, two for three compared to three for five for Alcoa. Off total offensive plays, 11 for 97 for Maribel. As they quickly get back on offense, Alcoa with the first down play. He's going to get in the flat to number 12. That's Eli Graff, and he's going to be stopped and dropped behind the line of scrimmage. Penalties, zero for Maribel, zero yardage. Four penalties for Alcoa, 25 yards in the first quarter. Pre-snap penalties, most of those. As It's going to be third down, about eight yards to go. It's going to be ball on the Maribel 32-yard line. Now, Alcoa is going to step to the sideline, get a play call. Lunsford slowly gets back into the huddle. They're going to break huddle, and Lunsford looks it over. Defense will play in their bunch, and then when the line is set, they will they will get set. Lunsford's going to take a low snap. He's going to deliver it out in the flat. He gets it to the receiver, and a sure tackler uh, is going to be Dr. Jones. Dr. Jones out there, number 18 right. for the Tornadoes with the catch. Brennan Dugan. He's going to pick up some yardage, but he's going to leave about five on the table. Fourth down, five yards to go. Lunsford and company back out on offense. I think the punter gets to sit down tonight. Hutton Jones is the obtainer of rare antiquities. (laughs) Oh, If you can name that movie, uh, we'll give you a Rebel Radio sticker. As we are under ten and a a half to go here in the second quarter. Uh, Alcoa and, and Zach Lunsford on the drive. And looks like they came up to get the hard count. We didn't bite. Alco will take a timeout. Let's take one with them. That's a Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage timeout. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a Blunt County tradition for 20 years. El Jimador Mexican Grill is fast, filling, and fantastic Mexican food at a fair price. Come to El Jimador Mexican Grill for daily lunch specials, Monday through Saturday from 11 till 4. Dine in for a great dinner with family and friends, or call ahead for takeout anytime. Open Sunday through Thursday till 10, Friday and Saturday until 10.30. Your fiesta awaits at El Jimador Mexican Grill, 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville. Call 8 6568160040 El Himador Mexican Grill a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports Welcome back to Maryville High School in the 94th Annual Battle of Pistol Creek. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. A couple more shout-outs. Andrew Burns is listening in. He is a former lineman for the great George Quarles. Uh, Andrew Burnsy, 60-0 as a high school athlete, never 
lost a football game. That's a that's expectation. As the fourth down play coming, Lunsford's going to take the snap. He's going to call his own number. He tries to get upfield. Can he get it? He gets near the first down marker, lunges ahead forward, and he's going to get the line to gain. He's going to get down to the 22-yard line, needed the 23. And so he is um, just enough for a Alcoa first down, and that gives them new life in Rebel territory. Yeah, Lunsford read that very well. The pressure came from the outside. The pocket started to fall apart. He just runs up the middle of the field, gets a first down. And that's a safety valve. When you've got a spy, basically, uh, Mr. Jordan Harris, it leaves that quarterback wide open. So the defense for the Rebels looking to the sideline. Alcor brings it back to the line of scrimmage. First and 10 tornadoes. Ball on the Rebel 22. Lunsford takes the shotgun snap. He's going to get it to Cannon. Cannon gets off right guard, and he is going to get ahead of steam forward. He's going to get inside the Rebel 15. They're going to say down to the 13 and near another first down. Cannon Johnson staying in the flat making that tackle. There's going to be a flag on the play. They're going to keep it going. It's going to be Elijah Cannon rumbling and stumbling and powering through the line. And it is going to be down near the two-yard line. But we'll see if they take the uh, the penalty or if they uh, if they take the gain. I think they probably decline this penalty. For those listening at home, he picked up about 14 on the rush. Elijah Cannon, he's a bowling ball. He's a guy who knew how to get upfield. 9.21 to go. They're going to call it a legal substitution. That's going to be 12 men on the field for Maribel. Couldn't get Graham off in time. And they're going to decline it, take the gain. It'll be first and goal tornadoes inside the Rebel two-yard line. 9-21 left to go on the Denzo scoreboard here in the second quarter. Well, I mean, I think it's inside the two-yard line. That's where he got down to. Looks like it was offsetting penalties. Yep. Both, both teams had a legal substitution. Well, I'll take it. In the world where you're going to lose something, I'll take that. It's going to be second down, yard to go. Uh, They're going to say uh, just uh, from a spot foul. Ball on the the Maryville 14-yard line. They're going to flip it out in the flat. It just leaves Lunsford's hands uh, just uh, not the right way, and it's going to fall incomplete, but Laundry will hit him. Yeah, Brennan Dugan does a short slant. Hutton Jones is going to get flagged here for either defensive holding or pass interference. I think the result for that play is going to be the same. Uh, It will be... They'll get beyond the line to gain, so it will be a first down for Alcoa, and it'll get them to the seven-yard line if math works, and it does. Let's defend that end zone, guys. They'll set up first down, a goal to go, ball on the seven-yard line. Alcoa going left to right here on Jim Renfro. They're going to kick two receivers to the right, stack up that left side, and they're going to have Elijah Cannon in the back. Owens will move in the flat. They're going to get it to the tight end. Tight end will get wide. He will get bowed up at the five. And fall ahead forward to the two-yard line. Pick up a five there on first down. It'll be second down. Goal to go from the Rebel two. Nice tackle by Ty Elder. He was the man to beat, and he held his ground. Well, number 44 for the Tornadoes. That's Eli Owens. He is 6'3", 225. He's a monster. Yeah, and Ty Elder's 6'2", 180, and he held his ground. Yeah, that's just the physical uh, nature, the fundamentals uh, that are is 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 Coach Waters' program, but really, uh, just the the that's what Maryville does. Going to be Lunsford's going to take the shotgun snap, fakes the handoff, gets it out in the flat to Dugan, and number 18 Brennan Dugan walks untouched into the end zone. Touchdown Alcoa. The Denzo scoreboard has changed. Yeah, they move Brennan into a sweep type play in the backfield. Nobody's over there to pick him up, and he's just got a nice, easy catch and walk into the end zone for Alcoa. 
8-11 to play here in the second quarter. Your score 7-6 in favor of the Rebels. And Lunsford will be in there as a holder. And I believe that's Bacon Lauder back, a winner of the name game. And Lunsford will hold. The kick is up. Nearly blocked, but the kick is good. Peyton Cooper nearly blocked it, but it will be good. And the Denzo scoreboard now reads, your Rebels 7, the Tornado 7. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. Located in Maryville, Tennessee, Huddleston Law Firm was founded in 2005 by Rob Huddleston with a mission to provide top-notch legal services to the residents of Blunt and Knox counties, as well as many surrounding counties. Huddleston Law Firm is ready to fight for you in criminal or juvenile court, simple wills and divorces, child custody and adoption matters, and domestic law services. Call Huddleston Law Firm at 865-983-5500 or go online to the Huddleston lawfirm.com. Huddleston Law Firm understands you have many options in East Tennessee for representation. They realize that fact and always appreciate your business. And welcome back to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM and the 94th Annual Battle of Pistol Creek. 10 plays, 72 yards, 6 minutes time of possessions. What Alcoa took off the clock to even the score at 7. Been uh, just nice play calls, good patience, and uh, and the Rebels have to respond here on offense. Yeah, I think they made an adjustment. I think they kind of went away from that Eli Owens package and the emphasis on him, and they moved more towards Elijah and focusing on that run and using him as a flanker, opening up those flats. So that's the adjustment. Coach White will make his. It's going to be the chess match that Wayne mentioned. Nolan Henry will kick this one away. No, I'm sorry, Ignacio Perez. And I believe it went through the the uprights, uh, and it's going to be a touchback. Rebels will come out to their own 20-yard line. Yeah, the 15-yard penalty did uh, allow Ignacio uh, to look uh, more like a, a cold quit on that one. But I, I will say this, Ben, uh, you know, just looking at this offense, you know, what package do you bring? They they know Noah's got his, his game. Gage has been involved, but not exclusively. Uh, do you go to the throw game here? Well, I told you before the game, DJ is due. First and ten, he's going to move no, or he's going to move Gage left or right. He's going to deliver in the flat. That's going to be Zeke McCoy. He's going to get upfield. He's going to get about three yards on the first down play. It's going to bring up second and seven. Nice little screen pass there to Zeke, just to bring those uh, those linebackers to give them credit out on the flat. Aaron Davis in on the tackle for Alcoa. Looking over there at the chain gang, Mr. Ben. You've got Joey Winders and Nick Meals over there. So a couple of the developers of who stands on uh, Jim Renfro Field here tonight, the Little League coaches doing the chain gang. Yeah, Coach Joey has, what, 30-plus years? You said it. We're going to move Gage left to right across the formation. Clemmer and shotgun. Under seven and a half to play. They're going to hand it off to Noah. Noah just stutter steps, drives his feet, and he's going to push the pile. Looks like a pickup of about six. It's going to bring up third and two. It's like my dad said. He's not yeller. He's just gonna. He's <laughs> he, not scared. He's just gonna go right, right down the middle of the field, isn't he? Yeah, he's uh, he enjoys. I don't want to say enjoys, but he welcomes contact, and uh, he's just a downhill runner. Body lean, body position, uh, all in positive formation for number zero. It's gonna be Clemmer. He's gonna get him in this huddle. He's gonna quick snap. Uh, he's gonna go back to the shotgun formation. He'll have Noah to his right hip pocket. Two receivers to the right. Takes the snap, hands it to Noah. Noah's gonna pile the. F- 
He's going to move the pile ahead forward. I believe he hits the line to gain. Let's see if they give him the first down. White Hat says yes. I say yes. First down, Rebels. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives. First down. That's fresh That's fresh air if you're the offensive team out there. You know, you've began to move the football again. Just got to keep this going. Six and a half to play here in the first half. Clemmer with the football in the shotgun formation. He's going to move Gates Ledoux left to right. And he'll stop. Clemmer takes the snap. He looks right. Now looks back. Now he's going to try to throw it. He gets it out in the flat. Zeke McCoy and just out of his reach. Incomplete. I thought Clemmer did a really good job working in the pocket. He found a, he found some room to make that throw. It was there. It was just a little high. But what I love about that is he made the defender make a decision. You're either going to come get me or you're going to drop in coverage. When he bid on him, he released the football. Better delivery, and that's a big play. Clemmer, second and ten. Ball on the Rebel 26-yard line. They're going to give it to Gage Ledoux. Can he get wide? He does. He gets wide, gets up past the 30-yard line, up to the 33-yard line. It's going to be a pickup of about three on second down. It'll bring up third and seven. Ryan McCord, number 58, in on the tackle for the Tornadoes. They're going to check in Noah Vaughn, check out Eli Elkins. So more of a, a, a beef in the middle, run heavy package in for the Rebels. Third and seven, ball on their own 33. Alcoa uh, really haven't stepped out of their base defense very much tonight, Ben. Getting a lot of good pressure upfield. Clemmer looks to the sideline, talking to Coach Hunt, and I think the conversation will continue as they're going to take a Dwight or a Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage timeout. Let's take one with them. You're listening to Rebel Radio on the 94th edition of the Battle of Pistol Creek right here on 95.7 Duke FM. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran-owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call, 865-268-5872, or check them out online. Smaxes.com. That's S M A X E S.com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. And welcome back to Maryville High School. Rebel Radio, 95.7 Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz, and it's third and seven for the Rebels as they just come out of a timeout. It's going to be Clemmer and shotgun. He takes it, fakes the handoff. He wants to throw. He's going to deliver in the flat. Noah Vaughn, he gets across the first guy, gets away from the second guy, and they throw him out of bounds. Where's the laundry? And There's going to be no call there. He's going to pick up just a couple. But, Lord, he gets thrown into the Alcoa bench. And he hits the he hits the yard marker. Yeah, the tackle was made by the Gatorade bucket over there. Fourth down and seven. They're going to say he gets back to the line of scrimmage, and that's it. And they're going to bring on the punt unit. Maribel faithful. We're looking for a flag on that one. Well, I think it. You know, it definitely looked egregious from where we're at. But again, I think it was just motion going toward the bench, and then the way the play finished uh, just didn't end well. Didn't look well from here. It's going to be. Corbin Price will have a low snap. He'll corral it, and he'll get it, and it'll take a rebel bounce. 
and it'll come to rest at, I believe, the 39s where they're going to call that one down. So Alco will have really good field position as we turn field here. And, Ben, uh, I believe that's the first punt of the night. First punt, second overall, uh, one for Alcoa now, one for Maryville, and it is going to be seven apiece if you're just joining us. Uh, it was a, a Dugan touchdown for Alcoa that got them on the board, and it was a 56-yard scamper by Noah Vaughn that put the Rebels seven up. Let's see what adjustments were made. Lunsford will stay in shotgun. He's going to take the snap for Alcoa. He's going to deliver out in the flat to Jordan Harris. Jordan tries to juke and job. He's going to bounce off some Rebels. And he's going to pick up about nine yards on the play. Jordan Harris, he and some Rebels not necessarily seeing eye to eye after that play. Both teams have to separate. Yeah, the flat was open on that play. Again, they're putting an emphasis on the running back. Let's just see what adjustments are made here. Second down, one to go. Under 440 uh, to play here in the half. Uh, Second quarter right now. As Lunsford's going to kick three receivers to the left, none to the right. He's going to have Jordan Harris in the backfield. Jordan Harris is going to get picked up. Lunsford is not. He's going to get away. He's going to get into Maryville territory and down to the Rebel 35-yard line. That quarterback keeper has been electric for Alcoa. Yeah, Isaiah Emmerich made a really nice block there for, uh, for Alcoa to open up that hole. Lunsford will check out. Are they going to run some kind of a wildcat formation? Looks like they're going to run in. Uh, that's going to be Eli Graff. And we're going to see first and 10 Alcoa nearing the four-minute mark here in the second quarter. Eli Graff will have the controls for one play. Gonna have one receiver to the left, one to the right. Graff will take the shotgun snap. He hands off to Jordan Harris. Jordan Harris is met just beyond the line of scrimmage, and he's going to fall ahead forward for a pickup of three. Nice tackle by 44, Peyton Cooper. Second and seven upcoming for the Tornadoes. And uh, they inch deeper in to Maryville territory. Just tells you how fast of a runner he is. When Peyton made that hit, he swung almost all the way around him to bring him down. Now, looks like Alcoa is not interested at all. They're interested in points, but not giving any time back to the Rebels, as the Rebels will get the kickoff in the second half. It's going to be a high snap that actually Jordan Harris corrals. He's going to get wide. He's going to get loose, and he's going to run all the way to the end zone, and that's going to be a touchdown, Alcoa, a play that looked like it was getting to the sideline and going to die, and Harris just turns it upfield and scores. Number 79, Lance Williams making a huge hole on that side of the field to create that lane for a touchdown for Alcoa. Lance Williams, I believe he's committed to Virginia Tech. And that's what the Hokies are getting in that one. Number 79 for Alcoa just paved a lane for Jordan Harris. Interesting play there as uh, it was a high snap that, that Jordan Harris actually took away from Lunsford. Yeah, they're going to have to try to contain the outside, right? All these plays that are being made for big yardage are coming from the outside and getting into the flats, which are exposed. Bacon Lauterbach adds the extra point. The Denzo scoreboard now reads your Rebel 7, the visiting Alcoa Tornadoes 14. Let's take a break. We'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to Rebel Radio. 
Stevenson Tire. Three generations serving Blunt and surrounding counties for over 60 years. The friendly staff at Stevenson Tire is ready to assist you and get you back on the road quickly with the most trusted tire brands in the industry. Competitive prices. Tire repairs too. Expect real hometown service at Stevenson Tire. The name to trust in East Tennessee is Stevenson Tire. 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville. Online at stevensontire.net or call 865-983-1621. Monday through Friday, 730 till 5. Saturday, 730 till noon. Close Sunday. Stevenson Tire. Welcome back to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And uh, and uh, and you wouldn't believe who just walked into the press box, the one and only Tim Burchett. Tim, it's uh, good to have you, Tim. Here, let me get a headset for you. Thank you Brad. Well, y'all call the game here. We're going to call the game. Mr. Burchett, Mr. Burchett, what a matchup here. Maryville versus Alcoa, and the Rebels nearly get loose on that kickoff return. Yeah, it's uh, man, this offense is strong, and um, our corners on on the Maryville side are a little little tucked in there, in my opinion. I could be mistaken. Hey, you you have a long tenured history of successful quarterback play at uh, Bearden High School. Is that not well? Right? I was actually the the captain of the 1982 Bearden High School football team. Out of way. We went five and five. You might have heard of me. Yeah, I've, it, I've it read the re- record. It was book. a rebuilding year. It was I've a rebuilding year. I was slow, but I couldn't catch. <laughs> but uh, I think I, I caught ten passes that year. I should have should have caught eleven. And uh, but I, I dropped one. That, that's a pretty good record. We didn't throw a lot like they do now, but this is exciting. Mr. Burchett, call this one with us. Clemmer's going to be in shotgun formation. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. Clemmer's he takes the shot. He's going to get in the flat to Zeke McCoy up for six big yards, and he's going to get out of bounds. Yeah, those, those tall uh, receivers right there. I was afraid he took him off right there at the knee. He got six strong yards. That's good. You can do that every play, you'll win. I think if you can get six at a time. But, Mr. Burchett, it was always great seeing yes, you. Call I know me you, Tim. Call Mr. me Tim. Thank Tim. you, brother. I appreciate you. My buddy Larry Gardner let me sit down there with him, and I was. it's wonderful being home where people don't speak with an accent. Out of way. Thank you, way. brother. Thank you, Tim. Mr. Burchett, Tim Burchett, uh, here on Rebel Radio. Yeah, what a treat. Clemmer's going to be in shotgun formation, takes the snap. He's going to get it down the flat to Zeke McCoy again. Rebels have found something. Six more, and that's going to get a first down. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives. First down. McCoy. Hey, it's not a Hatfield. It's a McCoy. That's right. Clemmer has found his go-to guy for the moment. Let's see if that opens other options up in the run game. Noah Vaughn will stay to his left. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. He's going to take the first down snap. Now he gives it to Noah Vaughn. Noah gets clear. He's going to get up near the 45-yard line. That's going to be a pickup of eight there on first down. Had one tackle to beat, Wayne. Well, here's the thing. When you have success on the outside, it softens the middle. And when Noah finds a soft middle, I mean, it's like a fudge round. He's just going to nail it. Well, a lot of these guys on defense, they just got done playing a two-minute drive. They're back out on the field. Noah's going to wear them down. Clemmer with the shotgun snap. Let's see if we can get a dose number two. Noah's going to get wide. He's going to try to get to the first down marker. He gets to the marker and no more, but that's all you need. When you get need to, you get to, and that's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives. First down. Dwight Price, first down. (laughs) And that is Ben Mance. 
Uh, first down, uh, and it is a minute and 43 seconds to go here in the quarter. Maryville with the football, trying to level the field as the Tornadoes have a 14-7 lead. First time the Rebels have played from behind here in 2022. Clemmer will stay in shotgun. He'll have Noah to his left. Now that's Gage Ledoux who's going to get the football. He's going to go off left guard, and he's going to push the pile near the 50, and that's where he'll come to rest. He will. The next time the ball is snapped, it will play on the power M. Took 10 tornadoes to take him down, and he bounces right back up. 108 to play. No timeout yet, as uh, we'll see the clock management as we move forward. Clemmer gets the play. Second down, seven yards to go. We're going right to left here on Jim Renfro. Clemmer takes the snap. He's got some pressure coming. They've got him, and they've dropped him. It's behind the the 45-yard line down at the 44, and that's a huge loss on second down for Matthew Clemmer. Just really a bull rush off that right side, Ben, and just uh, there, there wasn't enough Rebels to be there. Yeah, they brought everyone on that one. Timeout, Maryville, as they are going to set up what will be the last 47 seconds here in the second quarter. Ali Franks, a volunteer home mortgage timeout. Let's take one, too. We'll be right back. You're listening to Rebel Radio. Yep, it's that time once again. It's football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a like-new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley at Twin City Certified in Miraville be the choice. Over 600 pre-owns to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. Twin City Certified in Miraville. It's the Quality you deserve. Run like a rebel, run like a rebel. And welcome back to Jim Renfro Field Skeeter Shield Stadium on the campus of Maryville High School. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. Second quarter is down to the last 47 seconds. Maryville with the football as they head to uh, to the high school. Clemmer will take the shotgun snap. He's going to roll a little bit to the left, try to get it back to D.J. Gillens. In and out of the hands of the transfer senior, incomplete. And that's going to bring up fourth down. Not what you wanted to do there. Stop the clock. And now you're going to have to pump back to the Tornadoes. Yeah, the master of math, Ken Main, who's been giving us stats all night. Third down conversions, two of six. Yeah, this is uh, you talk about a matchup that's uh, that's pretty intense. Maryville 24 plays, 129 yards. Alcoa 24 plays, 160 yards. Not much difference on the scoreboard. Just seven points. Looks like Corbin Price is going to kind of sidestep lower a low spinner. It's going to take a Maryville bounce, and it's going to oh, that's a great punt as it's going to come to rest at the Alcoa four-yard line. Corbin, the tactician that he is delivered right there. It's down to the four. Yeah, he hopped, skipped, and a jump before he kicked that ball down the sideline there. Well, that's one of those deals. When they do that, Ben, I'm always like, is this a fake? Is it a fake? Do I need to call a fake? And he doesn't. So he gets rid of that one. Uh, just a great punt. It backs the Tornadoes up, but uh, with 29.7 seconds to go here in the second quarter, I don't I don't take anything off. Right. And I kind of I started – Thinking about that fake punt against Farragut, fourth and two on their own 28. It was a direct snap to Noah. I started to think that same play was about to happen. Looks like maybe not the, the, the correct personnel they wanted. Alcoa takes a timeout. 
Well, let's get Lee Franks another one. The Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage Timeout. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Got a paint project, but your life is crazy busy? Let Keith Lane of Painter One Knoxville do it for you. Painter One is your first choice for all your painting needs. Paint really does have a powerful impact on mood, perception, and emotion. A warm, vibrant interior or reinvigorating outside walls? Trust Painter One. Exceptional customer service and communication. Two-year warranty and more. Renew your space. Renew your life with Painter One Knoxville. Online at PainterOne.com. Painter One is a proud sponsor of Marable high school football and welcome back to rebel radio 95.7 duke fm i'm wayne kaiser alongside ben metz and it's been a it's been two quarters and two centuries as uh, the rebels trailed the alco tornadoes 14 to 7 alco with the football on their own three Lunsford will uh, take the snap, knee the football, and I think they're just confident to take this seven-point advantage to the half. Yeah, the big offensive adjustment that Alcoa has made, we talked about it off the air, is that they've gone more to their running backs, and they're they're sweeping out in the flats, and we're just not getting that coverage right now. Alcoa leaves the football field excited about a seven-point lead here at Maryville High School, Jim Renfro Field. And the Rebels watch it as they leave. That will be a point of discussion at the half. Let's take a break. Listen to our halftime sponsors. When we come back, the Painter One Halftime Show, and we'll jump down to our sideline reporter, Carson Crouch, and see what the beat's going on down there on the sideline. We'll be right back. You're listening to Rebel Radio. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executives, and they can help with all your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. The Dwight Price Group. Call 888-SOLD, which is 865-888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The Dwight Price Group, the right home with the right price. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use Common Sense. You can get a kitchen tune-up in just days, not weeks, with Kitchen Tune-Up. Locally and family-owned Kitchen Tune-Up can update your kitchen with cabinet refacing, painting, new countertops, a backsplash, even a full custom kitchen makeover. The skilled craftsman of Kitchen Tune-Up can transform your outdated kitchen in days, not weeks. Choose American-made cabinetry and accessories, or save time and money with cabinet refacing, remodeling your expectations in days, not weeks. Learn more at kitchentuneup.com. Kitchen Tune-Up is a proud sponsor of Maryville High School Football. Broadcasting from the HEP Electrical Studios, we want to be your electrician. We're WDKW, Maryville, Knoxville, 95.7, Duke FM, your home for Maryville Rebels football. This is Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, your home-owned mortgage broker in Maryville. 
We're local folks supporting local kids, just like Volunteer Home Mortgage helps people all over Tennessee with all their mortgage needs. If you're looking to buy or refinance your home, go local. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, just down the street from Shield Stadium at 1033 West Broadway. Or call me at 865-238-7500. That's 865-238-7500. Or text VOLUNTEER to 33655. NMLS number 1641325. It's barbecue time in Maryville, and Pistol Creek Eats is your local fix for award-winning melt-in-your-mouth brisket and barbecue. They're a fan-favorite barbecue food truck in our area, and Pistol Creek Eats can be available for your block parties, catering, and tailgate needs. Looking for a quick stop for quality barbecue? Look no further than a Taste of Blunt Award winner in Pistol Creek Eats. You can check out their website, PistolCreekEats.com, or you can check them out on social media to see where they're going to be each and every week. But Pistol Creek Eats, Blunt County's own top-shelf barbecue, and you can thank me later. Going down till the sun comes up. Welcome in to the Painter One Halftime Show. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. If you're just joining us at the half, the Alcoa Tornadoes do lead the Rebels 14-7 on the scoreboard. A little statistical breakdown there. First half, again, the score 14-7 in favor of Alcoa. Eight tornado first downs, five for the Rebels. 15 carries, 85 yards on the ground for the Rebels. 15 carries, 135 yards for the Tornadoes. Maybe the difference in the in the football game right now is they're Team speed, their ability to, to, to fight off tackles and, and yards after contact, that's been the difference. Yeah, focus on Cannon and Harris. They've got, you know, Harris is 58 yards rushing, and Cannon's got 30 on three attempts right now. Yeah, 44 passing yards for the Rebels, 23 for Alcoa. So really the damage has been done on the ground for the Tornadoes. 24 total plays for the Rebels, 129 yards. 25 total plays for Alcoa. 158 so not out of reach at this point only one score ahead and the rebels will get the football to start the second half uh, we talked off air a little bit of concern point is the the team speed there but we talk about durability how long can these tornadoes go really uh, some of these players for the tornadoes this third quarter will be the first time they've strapped their helmet on in the third quarter of play so we'll see how durable this tornado team is moving forward yeah, absolutely, and I'm, I'm looking at this third down conversion number, and I put a lot of emphasis on that. You know, we're two of six in, in past weeks, four of seven, um, and three of nine in the two games prior to that. So I'd like to see us be more efficient on third downs, get that first down when we need it. Yeah, and I think a difference maker also in the first half that really that that created options to where we had to we had to settle for one on ones because we had to spy Lunsford. Lunsford had four carries for 29 yards, but those 29 yards gashed us in times where we we could have got the defense off the football field. So I think that's something that's going to be discussed at the half. But at the half. Uh, we haven't went to him very much tonight just because it's been a, a crazy first half of play. But as the half, as the Alcoa band is on the field, let's jump down to our sideline reporter, the Carson Crouch. Hey, Wayne, uh, first half, 14-7, to a game that we expect obviously going to be close. Uh, Mirabel jumped on the board first with the first touchdown of the game. The crowd was rolling. And then as Alcoa scored 14 here as of late uh, on the sideline we saw offensive linemen uh, wide receivers and uh, most of 
kind of put their heads down. Uh, but Jay Adams from that offensive line kind of stepped out and said, guys, let's go. This is not us. We need to come out in the second half fired up. Uh, I think we'd be looking for that and that offensive line to be a little bit better going into the second half. Back to you, Wayne. Hey, Carson, thanks as always. Great, uh, great sideline report. But, uh, Ben, talk about these senior leaders. They're looking at this team going, listen, we're 3-0 and against Alcoa. We don't need that to change. It needs to flip on the left side of that roster. It needs to be a 4-0 and when we leave here tonight. We've got to play a better brand of football. Uh, 14 unanswered points. I think that was a point that Carson made that that's a very good one. We score first on the Noah Scamper. And I don't want to say anything was released or anything was let down, but I think that approach, uh, it, it turned the wick up for Alcoa, and I think they found some things, uh, some some gaps that in that defense to make some things happen. So what the adjustments are at half, hopefully Coach Hunt will step, uh, speak a touch to that uh, as, we, uh, as we get to talk to him when they come back out. But for right now, the Alcoa band is on the field, and we're awaiting the Red Rebel Marching Band, uh, to do their halftime show here at the 94th edition of the Battle of Pistol Creek. You're listening on Rebel Radio, the Painter One Halftime Show, 95.7 Duke FM. Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee? Want a realtor with the honesty and integrity you deserve? Then you need to call Cody Knuckles with Keller Williams Realty in Maryville. Cody is a realtor who invests in our local community and will work for you on your buying or selling project. He's people-focused and faith-driven to get the job done for you and make your real estate dreams a reality. So pick up the phone and call 865-404-3033. That's 865-404-3033. And let Cody Knuckles take your real estate goals from a First down to a touchdown. Denzo Manufacturing in Maryville hopes you're cheering on your team. Denzo loves to cheer on their team. And now Denzo is adding even more team members. Immediate production and warehouse openings on second and third shifts. Pay starts at $18 an hour depending on shift. And a high school diploma is no longer required. That's right. A high school diploma is no longer required. So join the team today. Denso has off-shift maintenance openings with experience-based hourly pay, as well as professional and leadership openings, competitive pay, paid holidays and vacation, 401k, health insurance, on-site Denso-only doctor, pharmacy, and workout facility. Learn more at denzocareers.com slash Get in the game, join the Denso team, and start crafting your future today. Welcome back to the Painter One Halftime Show. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And, uh, Ben, what, what are you seeing out there? I, I feel like there's it, it's kind of a uh, Tennessee two-step, if you will. Maryville takes a couple steps forward, and then Alcoa pushes us back. And then it's vi- back and forth. Obviously, in the second quarter, a lot more tornadoes. But what are you seeing? Yeah, I'm kind of seeing the same as you, uh, like a tug of war is the analogy I think about. And we talked about it with Hippie's Keys of the Game. We talked about what quarterback play will outweigh the other, right? And going into the half, uh, Matthew Clemmer, 6-9, 44 yards compared to Zach Lunsford, 8-10, 23 yards, okay? But you get into you get into the second uh, Hippie Key to the Game was create pressure on Lunsford. There's been one sack in that backfield. And the adjustment that's been made is that they've gone away from that tight end emphasis um, and they've gone more focused on Harris and and their other um, running back. So yeah, Elijah Cannon. Yeah, yeah, they're trying to focus on that, on getting the ball out in the flats through sweep plays or screen passes. 
and, and letting Maryville pack the middle of the field and trying to get big yardage on the outside. And uh, Noah Vaughn, um, number zero, nine runs, 93 yards, a touchdown, 56 yards. Of course, his, his touchdown was the long run. Uh, we talked about that being important, is to continue to use Noah to wear these guys down because a lot of these guys play both sides of the ball. So Noah needs to come out and be explosive. The other point I want to bring up, and you talked about this before everybody went to the locker room, Maribel stood on the sidelines and watched Alcoa go to the locker room. They stood out there and watched them celebrate that seven-point lead. And what they're going to do is they're going to harbor that, and they're going to take that into the second half and show some energy. Yeah, I uh, I think that's going to be a conversation point as we hit the as we hit the locker room. Of course, Coach Hunt is is the master of of halftime adjustments. Even in games uh, where things are well in hand, you see new wrinkles come out in the second half, and so I think this will be no different. But as the the marching rebels band uh, gets out on the football field, they they've got a uh, kind of a barber shop show. Uh, they've got barber poles that set up about every seven yard lines from twenty to twenty. And uh, that's kind of their backdrop. Then they've got a barbershop front here. They're in full uniform tonight, and I'm excited to see what they what they put on display here. Got the electric guitar down there, too, Wayne. Look at that. Is it an electric guitar? Where are you at? Right. Show me. 45-yard line. They do. They do. And it's sweet, too. But uh, love uh, Coach, Coach, uh, Coach Burns, Christian Burns, is the voice of, of, of the Marching Rebel Band. He introduces the band each week, and I tell you, he does a great job. He's a great tennis coach and, you know, pretty pretty good on the on the microphone as well. Yeah, I've been impressed. He's a, he's a great guy, loves, uh, loves the Rebels, re- supports us. So, uh, again, a big fan of Coach Christian Burns. But, uh, but as the, uh, the Rebel Marching Band takes the field for their halftime display, just under 12 here in the half, uh, we're going to take another break. Listen to our fine sponsors. You're listening to the Painter One Halftime Show here on the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week, 95.7 Duke FM. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke, you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at REOCheeseWagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet May twist. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a Blunt County tradition for 20 years. El Jimador Mexican Grill is fast, filling, and fantastic Mexican food at a fair price. Come to El Jimador Mexican Grill for daily lunch specials Monday through Saturday from 11 till 4. Dine in for a great dinner with family and friends or call ahead for takeout anytime. Open Sunday through Thursday till 10, Friday and Saturday until 10:30. Your fiesta awaits at El Jimador Mexican Grill, 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville. Call 865-681-6040. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Located in Maryville, Tennessee, Huddleston Law Firm was founded in 2005 by Rob Huddleston with a mission to provide top-notch legal services to the residents of Blunt and Knox Counties. As
as well as many surrounding counties. Huddleston Law Firm is ready to fight for you in criminal or juvenile court, simple wills and divorces, child custody and adoption matters, and domestic law services. Call Huddleston Law Firm at 865-983-5500 or go online to thehuddlestonlawfirm.com. Huddleston Law Firm understands you have many options in East Tennessee for representation. They realize that fact and always appreciate your business. And welcome back to the Painter One Halftime Show here at Maryville High School in the 94th Annual Battle of Pistol Creek, Maryville versus Alcoa. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And, and Ben, uh, again, a local local nonprofit that we've really kind of taken a liking to, Kingdom Design Ministries, or you can check them out online, kingdomdesignministries.org. Uh, they're having a Dancing with the Stars competition. It's going to be Tuesday, September 27th, so just a couple weeks away at the Clayton Center here in town. You can you can kind of attend that event. You can support the, the dancers, but there's also going to be what they say is local celebrity uh, uh, judges on that deal. And Denzo, which is another Rebel Radio sponsor, a great sponsor, uh, they're actually going to have a salsa dance group of four couples that includes the president of Denzo Maribel, Sean Nakamizo. That's going to be entertaining, I'll tell you. I'm excited. It says it's a fun night of dance, uh, fun and fellowship. If you don't know about Kingdom Design Ministries, uh, basically in a nutshell, uh, they do dream room makeovers and renovations for children who have had devastation in their young lives. And so, you know, in in certain situations, there can be a lot of negatives, uh, but Kingdom Design Ministries uh, has the opportunity to better that. Uh, but as uh, as the one and only, uh, Tony is in the booth. Uh, excited to see him in here. But Kingdom Design Ministries, September 27th, uh, they will be having their Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, what a great cause for the community. Yeah, I uh, if you like again, if you want to check out KingdomDesignMinistries.org, uh, you can uh, you can definitely do so. Uh, but the one and only Tony Clark is in the booth uh tony clark uh, the original number one here at maryville high school so tony's uh, in the house old school number one but uh always appreciate the alumni coming back and uh, and stepping into the box so uh as the band continues to rock it out uh here at maryville high school again second half adjustments as ken main at the break said this is going to be a game of adjustments mr metz obviously the scamper by noah the next out they really had an answer for the run game of the rebels uh, the, the way that uh, it was had there, uh, when when the first drive for Alcoa, Maryville came back out defensively and had an answer. The problem is there's been a second adjustment by Alcoa. They found team speed in, in Elijah Cannon and, of course, Jordan Harris. So how you slow that down, how you impact that's going to be how the second half's played. Yeah, and on that second score, time of possession was two minutes, one seconds. There was four plays for 61 yards. That's a very efficient drive. And I guarantee you, Coach White's in the locker room right now making the necessary adjustments to get this football team right back on track. I I think you're exactly right. Uh, uh, A coaching staff that's got a lot of experience. Again, this is the first time Maryville has trailed in 2022. And uh, talking with Troy Provo Heron, uh, we we talked about it at the the pregame, at the uh, kitchen 
tune-up pregame show. Uh, this is going to be a quarterback play matchup. Right now, Lunsford, uh, he's got a couple easy buttons that he's able to dump the football to, and they're making plays for him. And Clemmer's going to have to find his easy buttons. Noah Vaughn's there, uh, but we're going to have to see the throw game come into play uh, to soften that center. And here's another stat for you. Let's talk about time of possession. 23 minutes, 7 seconds for the Red Rebels compared to 12 minutes, 53 seconds for, for Echoa. That was that's flipped, I believe. Oh, that was at, okay, that was at the end of the quarter. <laughs> we got to look at the paper. but uh, There it is. But, yeah, it's it's one of those deals. They've actually owned the clock in, in certain ways. Uh, they had a few short, uh, a sh- few short drives that really kind of took away from their time of possession, but their last touchdown, their last touchdown. Or, well, and even on their drive that they didn't score, it was six minutes. And so they're, they're taking away opportunities for Maryville just by holding on to the football. But as the Rebels look to finish up their halftime show, the Marching Red Rebels have put on another great show here on Jim Renfro Field. You're listening to the Painter One Halftime Show right here on Rebel Radio, 95.7 Duke FM. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call, 865-268-5872, or check them out online. Smaxes.com. That's S M A X E S.com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. Stevenson Tire. Three generations serving Blunt and surrounding counties for over 60 years. The friendly staff at Stevenson Tire is ready to assist you and get you back on the road quickly with the most trusted tire brands in the industry. Competitive prices. Tire repairs too. Expect real hometown service at Stevenson Tire. The name to trust in East Tennessee is Stevenson Tire. 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville. Online at stevensontire.net or call 865-983-1621. Monday through Friday, 730 till 5. Saturday, 730 till noon. Close Sunday. Stevenson Tire. Yep, it's that time once again. It's football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a like-new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley at Twin City Certified in Miraville be the choice. Over 600 pre-owns to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600. Or click TwinCityCertified.com. Twin City Certified in Miraville. It's the Quality you deserve. And welcome back to Maryville High School and the Painter One Halftime Show. You're listening on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Trying to see if Coach Hunt has made his way back out on the football field. The Rebels are back out, stretching out for the second half. Alcoa just now coming out of the locker room. So, uh, again, about two and a half minutes here to go in the Painter 1 halftime show. Uh, But there's Coach Hunt. And uh, we're going to try to get our sideline reporter uh, to find Coach Hunt here. But uh, we'll let him get over that way 
and then we'll we'll cut to Carson. So uh, we are excited to have Coach Hunt talk on the the halftime show, Ben. Uh, but really, uh, you, you wonder what Coach is going to say uh, going into the second half. And as we get there, uh, we're going to kick it to Car- Carson Crouch, got our starter head coach here at the half. Coach Hunt, uh, interviewing right now, what would you tell the team at half and what do you want to do uh, to go forward in the second half? Yeah, we're just getting outplayed right now, outcoached, kind of all around the board. We just got to play better, um, put our guys in better positions, you know, and it's on me. So it uh, starts with me. And so we're hopefully, hopefully play with a little better energy, body language isn't real good. You know, it's almost like alcohol wants a little more than us. So hopefully we'll respond in the second half. Yes, sir. Thank you. Best of luck. Thank you, Carson. Always appreciate Coach Derek Hunt. Uh, for his interview at the half, uh, I think I think the story's out there, Ben. Uh, Coach Hunt made uh, some strong comments. Said Alcoa may have wanted it more than them. Said the body language isn't good. Uh, all things we we saw, but the coach just uh, confirmed it. Yeah, he's wanting to see that energy in the second half. Come out and come out fighting. Yeah, and uh, and I think if uh, if if the body language of Coach Hunt is any any question, uh, the the discussion was had at the half on how to improve that body language. But uh, but a lot of uh, stretching to be done out here. Uh, they're they're practicing a shotgun snap with Clemmer, and he's uh, he's practicing throwing the football. So I think he's getting his arm loose. Rebels will get the football to start this heck second half. And Ben, I think it's huge uh, this first drive to. Just flip the script, turn the page, whatever analogy I want to use, it's changed the narrative of what was the first 24 minutes of football. Yeah, and Carson talked a little bit about this on the sideline. The captains need to step up. He talked about what Jay Adams had said, and we just saw out on the field Noah Vaughn going up to Coach Hunt, and he's he's making a gesture like, let's go, let's go and do this. Well, I think I think you're seeing Corbin Price uh, teeing it up from about the 30-yard line, uh, trying to test his leg. Uh, I don't think we're above uh, the opportunity for our, our big-time kicker uh, to put some points on the board from maybe not the end zone. Uh, so I think we'll uh, we'll be taking three if the opportunity presents itself. But I think ultimately, uh, Clemmer's progression, Clemmer's development here in the second half is going to be huge to the success or maybe Alcoa's success here in the 94th edition Battle of Pistol Creek. But as they finish warming up, minute and a half to go here in the Painter One Halftime Show. We're going to take our last break when we come back. Second half action here at the 94th Annual Battle of Pistol Creek, Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. Got a paint project, but your life is crazy busy? Let Keith Lane of Painter One Knoxville do it for you. Painter One is your first choice for all your painting needs. Paint really does have a powerful impact on mood, perception, and emotion. A warm, vibrant interior or reinvigorating outside walls? Trust Painter One. Exceptional customer service and communication. Two-year warranty and more. Renew your space. Renew your life with Painter One Knoxville. Online at PainterOne.com. Painter One is a proud sponsor of Maribel High School Football. Welcome back to the Painter One Halftime Show. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And Ben, it's uh, it's under 40 seconds to go here in the half. They may extend it here. Maribel is meeting at their own 15-yard line, and I think this is just to get on the same page. There's 24 minutes left in this football game. One team will leave with a victory. One team will not, and uh, I think they're saying we're at home. Might as well be us. 
Yeah, as a player, this is such a critical time to meet right there in the middle of the – right there at the 15-yard line, get together, talk through what we want to execute in the second half. And a lot of energy running to the sidelines, getting ready to play this second half for the Red Rebels. Well, and I think grit's got to be a, a word that we use in the second half. I think uh, uh, not emotional, but uh, strategic emotion, right? And, and so I think you've got to you've got to harness that and try to get it uh, put on put on display and in the right direction for your football team. And like I said, I I, I really think this second half is going to come down to limiting the offense for Alcoa. But ultimately, we got to get on the board. We're behind right now. Right, and now what do you think Coach Nix talked to the Tornadoes about at halftime, Wayne? Well, I think he he wants to keep his pedal on the metal. I think he's a, he's a high-energy guy, so he wants to match blow for blow with the Rebels. I think if that's their approach, uh, I like the fourth quarter for the Rebels. But uh, I do think he's a calculated guy. There's a reason why he played a ton of kids in these first three victories in, in blowout fashion. Uh, he's going to try to flex here in this third quarter to try to get his starters to the fourth. Yeah, and I think offensive coordinator David Sweetland's probably saying, let's just keep up the intensity through the rest of the, the, the ball game. All we can hope is that the bag of tricks is empty as we head to the second half. But the clock is set to 12 minutes. The, the both special teams units are on the field, and so it's about to be second half action here at Maryville High School. It's going to be uh, kicker is going to be Ignacio Perez. He's a six foot, 145 pound senior kicker. Uh, they've got really two sweet names for their kickers, Ignacio and Bacon. Feel like it spreads the gamut, right? But Ignacio will be the the place kicker as he will kick this one away. And the kickoff is had and deep for the Rebels is Noah Vaughn. Will he get to return it? And it is going to be a half yard deep, and it'll be a touchback, and the Rebels will come out to the 20. He's about to try to take that out, wasn't he? I I think he wanted to. I I think he wanted it for everything it was worth to come down at the half-yard line, not a half-yard deep in the end zone. But uh, Clemmer stays a few extra seconds with Coach Hunt. He's the last one into the huddle. I think that's by chance, and he's going to give the play to the the team, breaks the huddle quickly. They're going to kick two receivers to the right, one to the left. Noah Vaughn to his left hip pocket. He'll be in shotgun formation, takes the snap, handoff to Noah Vaughn. He's going to try to get left, and he does. Gets up near the 25-yard line, and he's going to be stopped for a five-yard pickup on first down, second and five. Pushed Aaron Davis back. I like that run to start out this half. Yeah, I think, honestly, uh, I'm not surprised that that was the play coming out of the half, uh, but not an adjustment at that point. Uh, They did a ton of that in the first half. You think no one went to coach and said, give me the ball? <laughs> give me the ball. Second down, five yards to go. Maribel goes towards Cedar Street, left to right here on Jim Renfro. He's going to take the shotgun snap, hands it to Noah again. He gets left, and he's going to push it across the 30-yard line, up near the 32, and that's going to be enough for a Dwight Price of Realty Executives. First down, pickup of seven when he needed five. Jay Adams made a nice block to start that play, and then he gets to the second level and lays another block. Nice run and nice first down for the Red Rebels. Score of interest at the half, Farragut 14, Oak Ridge 0. That's one thing we didn't do at the half, Ben. We didn't go around the area on scores. We'll do it shortly. Clemmer will be in shotgun. Two receivers left, one to the right. Takes the snap, gives the handoff. Noah Vaughn stutter step. He gets wide left or wide right, and he's going to get across the 35-yard line near the 36. That's going to be a pickup of four. Eventually brought down by number two, Aaron Davis. I think they're looking to see how how much they will press and how many linemen they'll bring to that defensive front 
before they get some one-on-ones to, to allow Clemmer to make some things happen. He's going to take the snap. He's going to try to get it to McCoy. He does. Zeke McCoy gets away from the initial defender. Needed six. Got seven. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives. First down. Just a nice out route right there in the flat. Open. Nice throw. Right on target. In the words of Tim Burchard, six yards. You'll win some football games. Six yards at a time. So uh, that's a first down. Fresh set of downs. And Clemmer quickly gets them to the line of scrimmage. He's in shotgun, going to move Gates, Ledoux, right to left. He's going to have Noah Vaughn to his left. He's going to pitch play to Noah Vaughn. Noah Vaughn gets in full gallop. He gets near the 50-yard line, and they're going to call him down at midfield. That's a pickup of seven on first down. Yeah, Gage goes into that flanker position right behind Alex Boyd, and they create that hole to get second down and looks like four, three, second down and three. This is a renewed sense of purpose for this offensive line, the reigning Smoky Mountain Axe House players of the game, and they are uh, they are pushing up front. 14-7, 9.30 to go, third quarter. Alcoa with the lead. Clemmer will be in shotgun. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. They're going to give it to Noah Vaughn. little stutter step, pushes the pile forward. He needed three. He got three. Let's see if they move the chains. Dwight Price is going to be happy. Did they give him the first down? They do. As they motion, that's a Dwight Price. A realty executive's first down has been helped me with the time. Nine ten to go here in the third quarter. And uh, that's, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Zeke McCoy's caught a pass. Everything else has went to the zero, number zero. Yeah, it's it's been pretty much option A or option B, right? <laughs> More, it's like A A1 and AB. But as Clemmer's going to take the shotgun snap again, he wants to deliver it out in the flat. He's deflected at the line of scrimmage, nearly interception. Nearly intercepted, but it falls harmless to the turf. Second down. Elijah Cannon knocking down the football. Number seven for Alcoa. And I'll give him all the credit. With the running plays, the, the, the option of getting your hands up really wouldn't have been in the front of my mind. The fact that he was able to quick twitch when when uh, Clemmer moved, uh, I think that speaks to his ability, uh, not necessarily Clemmer uh, doing anything wrong. And as a defensive lineman, that's such an innate skill that you have to develop to get that big paw up at the right time. Well, and not get blasted because you kind of open yourself up when you do it. But Clemmer's going to stay in the shotgun. He's going to work from inside Alcoa territory. He gives it to Noah Vaughn. And Noah caught in the backfield, but he's going to push the pile ahead and gain a yard. Maybe the toughest yard of the night for Noah Vaughn. Let's see if that fires up Noah. Elijah Cannon had something to say to him while he made that tackle. Third down, eight yards to go. Uh, they'll They'll... Work the line of scrimmage at the Alcoa 45-yard line as they're going left to right. Again, uh, nice drive so far. Uh, used quite a bit of clock nearing the four-minute mark of this drive. Clemmer will move Noah Vaughn back into the backfield with him to his left. Three receivers to the right. He's going to look right. He's going to tr- try to deliver over the middle. He is going to get the completion to Gage Ledoux. A pickup of nine on the play, and that's going to be another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. La do. Yeah, he did all he could la do to get that first down. No pun intended, right? Intended. 7.50 to go here in the third quarter. Matt Clemmer and this Maryville offense trying to even the score early in the third. I'm liking the confidence by number five right now. Well, and that play uh, should open up some ideas there as the middle of the field had not been tested. Now it's tested. 
Lemmer kicks out two receivers to the right, one to the left. Takes the shotgun snap. He hands the Noah Vaughn. Noah Vaughn pushes the pile. That's going to be a pickup of five on first down. Brings up second and five. Nice push by number zero. Number 45, Joe McCord has to come after, come out after that one. Noah put him on his back. Well, this is what we're seeing. We're seeing some rotation here. Uh, some numbers that didn't start this game are in for Alcoa. You see number 56, Braden Cornett. Uh, he doesn't play uh, at least to start the games a lot for the Rebels. Caden Bogan, uh, he's a junior, six foot 200, no slouch, but he's checked in for the Tornadoes. Flemmering shotgun. Second down, five to go. He's going to hand off to Noah. Noah does a stutter step. He's going to push the pile. He's going to push Tornadoes, and he's still running. He's kicking feet, and he gets across the 20 and inside the Huddleston Law Firm red zone. They cannot bring him down. Well, here's the thing. They may have greased him with Crisco at the half because he is slippery here in the third quarter. Six and a half to play in the third. First and ten Rebels. That's a Dwight Price. Of Realty Executives, first down, 12 hard-fought yards for number zero. Yeah, everybody got hands on him. Couldn't take him down. As Chris would say, not one, not two, not three little tornadoes could get him down. That's what he would say. Clemmer will be in shotgun. He's going to take the snap. He's going to give it back to zero. Zero's going to go right off guard, and he is going to push the pile for five more yards. If it's broke, don't, you know. If it ain't broke. If it ain't broke. No, if it's broke, you need to fix it. If it's broke, you got to fix it. (laughs) But in this one. Tim the tool man wouldn't have said it any better, Ben. <laughs> but Clemmer is gonna he's gonna get him in a huddle, a quick huddle. Noah will take a rest. They're gonna check in Eli Elkins. So a running back checks out, tight end checks in. Just driving the ball right now downhill. Lunsford Gillens to the left, and he's gonna have Zeke McCoy to the right. Clemmer in shotgun. Gage Ledoux to his left hip pocket. So a little change of pace back here, a little bigger back. A little shifty. I won't say shiftier, not tonight. Clemmer takes the snap. He looks to throw. He gets it to Zeke McCoy. Zeke McCoy, does he hit the end zone? He's going to be down at the one nonetheless. And they're going to say he is down at the Alcoa one-yard line. Great play across the middle. Great throw by Matt Clemmer. And that's going to be a first and goal, Red Rebels. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives. First down inside the Huddleston Law Firm red zone. Yeah, McCoy lines up in the slot. That's just a five-yard slant right near the end zone. They bring the house on the, on the blitz, and there he is, almost is almost in the end zone. A huge power play here as looks like Noah Vaughn's going to run the Rhino. He's going to be wildcat in the backfield, nobody else, and looks like we'll be about six inches closer. Let's see if they call that. They're either going to call offsides against Alcoa or false start against the Rebels. I'm going to say, I mean, my red glasses say that Alcoa made him move. White Hat's going to come tell us what the call is. It's going to be false start against the Rebels. Not uh, not a fan favorite call, at least on this side of the stadium. But it will, uh, it will move it back to the six-yard line. So it's still going to be first and goal, um, but it will be from the six-yard line as we get under five minutes to play here in the third. A lot of uh, methodical play here for the Rebels as they have uh, chewed this third quarter clock up. Play doesn't change. Rhino for Noah Vaughn. He's going to get the football. He's going to run off guard, and he's going to get down to the four-yard line. Pickup of two there on first and goal, and they're wanting to keep that same formation. We'll see if uh, Flimmer checks back into the game. Noah felt every bit of that. Aaron Davis was not fooled on that play. Again, your score right now, Maryville High School, uh, it is 14 for the Tornadoes of Alcoa, 7 for the Red Rebels. Clemmer will check back in. 
Noah will stay in. But Clemmer looks to go under center. Not normal formation. Will be a bunch package. And he's going to take the snap. He's going to fake the handoff to Noah Vaughn. And he's going to float it. And it's going to be. That's number 21. That's. Is that Caleb Graham? Caleb Graham for the touchdown. Let the big dog eat. Nasty. Nasty. Wow. Number 21 for the Red Rebels. Talk about when he came to the line today. Defensive lineman, 6'2", 260-pound senior, did not expect to hit a El Himidor touchdown. Clemmer jumped up on one foot, threw across his body to Graham. Well, there we go. And the Denzo scoreboard has changed. Your Rebels, a PAT away from tying this one up. I'm wondering what's the what's the decision here. They're saying no flag on the play. Timeout Alcoa. So an interesting sequence of events. They do take a timeout. Uh, as uh, We'll take one with them. Uh, as the, the Rebels have just scored, making the score now 13-14 to 14 in favor of Alcoa. Corbin Price pending PAT upcoming. Let's take, uh, let's jump down. I, I think this is, we don't need to go anywhere. We'll give Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage the credit, but we're going to take a sideline timeout, and we're going to jump down to uh, Carson Crouch. Carson, what's the beat down there? It's uh, it's upbeat for once. Uh, finally, after uh, we hadn't seen that all second quarter, but finally the sideline is alive. The Rebels look ready to go. I think the momentum has shifted, Wayne. We can only hope. Thanks, Carson, for the beat. Hey, uh, uh, Ben, talk about momentum shift. I, I think you, we can be hopeful of that. But they've chewed over eight minutes off this clock. How how huge is that? Yeah, 15 plays for 80 yards, 8-10 time of possession. Great drive. Corbin Price uh, to kick, Lunsford to hold. And looks like Cooper to snap. The snap is good. The hold is down. The kick is up. And we've got a tie ball game, folks. The Rebels have tied it at 14 apiece. And you're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executives, and they can help with all your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. The Dwight Price Group. Call 888-SOLD, which is 865-888-7653. Or go to DwightPrice.com. The Dwight Price Group. The right home with the right price. Run like a rebel. Run like a rebel. And welcome back to Maryville High School, Jim Renfro Field in Skeeter Shield Stadium, where the 94th annual battle of, pistol, battle of Pistol Creek has lived up to the billing as it sits at 14 apiece. Your Rebels have tied the Tornadoes with 3.50 to go into third. Off a of Caleb Graham touchdown. Yeah, you won't hear that much, but I'm glad we heard it tonight. Uh, as talking to, to Charles, he, he's the AV teacher and the NFHS guy here at Maryville High School, the teacher, and uh, he said it was nearly sacked, nearly intercepted, but the best of it happened, and it was a touchdown. Great uh, great call there. But uh, Clemmer, you talk about putting it on your quarterback's shoulders. The senior made the play there. Yeah, Coach Hunt said coming out of the locker room, he wanted to see that leadership. He wanted to see that intensity. And you know what I just saw? I saw leadership, intensity. And I saw body language. As uh, Corbin Price will kick this one away, it is going to go deep, but looks like 
Jordan Harris will have a chance to return it. He takes it at the three-yard line. He's going to try to get upfield. He bounces off the first tackler. He bounces off the second and third tackler, and he's going to try to get what he can get and gets up near the 22-yard line. Slippery back is Jordan Harris. A lot of Red Rebels breaking tackles and getting in there to make that. Yeah. As uh, as Jordan Harris is the, uh, I want to say he's a, he's a piece of the puzzle that gets this tornado offense going, and we are uh, and we are hoping uh, that we found an answer for that here in the second half. But again, an eight-minute drive leaves the tornadoes just 3:42 to go here in the third. And it'll be first and ten from their own 23-yard line. Lunsford comes in. He's going to stay in the shotgun formation. He will have Jordan Harris to his left. Three receivers to the right. He'll take the shotgun snap, gives it to Jordan Harris. He's going to get upfield. He's going to get near the line of scrimmage, then push ahead forward. And he's going to pick up five. I swear he was stopped, and then he squirted out for four more yards. So here's a stat for you. 137 yards rushing for Maribel, 214 total offensive play yardage for Maribel. And then on the Alcoa side, 141 yards rushing, 164 total offensive play yards. So we're running the football on both sides. Looks like Jacob Richmond checks out, and it's going to be Wyatt Haas going to check in there at the linebacker position. We'll see how long Jacob stays out. Lunsford's going to pull it down, call his own number. He tries to go right, and it is all wrong. He's going to pick up about a yard and a half and be drove back into his own backfield. Third down upcoming. I think it's going to be about third and three. Jacob Richmond back in the ball game. Out comes Haas, in comes Richmond. And the Rebel defense wants his fan wants their fan base to get up, and they do. The Rebel faithful always good for a cheer. It's going to be third down. They're going to say a long two. Ball on the Alcoa 31-yard line. He's going to take a high snap. Jordan Harris will take it away from him. And there has been film watched. And it is going to be stopped and dropped at the line of scrimmage. Fourth down. Sound time. Who wants to eat? Who wants to eat indeed? And I think that was number, I don't know who finished it. Maddox Stott was in on the tackle. But I think it was number 18, Drew Wallace, that really caught Jordan Harris and stopped the forward progress. It's going to be fourth down, two yards to go. Lunsford coming back into the football game. They're going to say fourth and a long one, but they're on their own 32-yard line. We'll see if this if this sticks, if they actually go with it. Watch for the hard count. They've made the formation. Lunsford trying the hard count. Nothing doing there. He looks to the sideline. Now he's walking toward it. I think Coach Nick takes the timeout. He's going to punt the football. Love the discipline of this defensive unit. There's Caleb Graham. Look at him. He's out there saying, this is my team. This is my group of guys. And they're showing heart right now. Fourth and one, and out comes the punter for the Tornadoes. I believe that's Bacon Lauderback. You can feel that momentum shift. You can feel it. Well, here's the thing. Uh, when, when the breaks go your way, you put on more, ske- more steam and you score. And so Maryville's got to hopefully uh, not do anything on this punt that would give them sh- any first downs and then really just make a solid drive out of this. And think about Clemmer's confidence going into this next drive. Again, patience and confidence. So it's going to be a long hold, but it is going to be a punt away for Alcoa, and it is going to be taken by Jax Kirby, a little bobble at the 41, but he corrals it in, and that's where the Rebels will take over first and 10. First and 10 Rebels on their own 41-yard line. I got nervous on that one. <laughs> oh, 
Talk about the Tennessee two-step. Ben was in the box dancing. But Jax Kirby, sure hands. Got to love that he crowded that in. Clemmer quickly gets the troops to the line of scrimmage. Two receivers left, one to the right. Noah Vaughn in his left hip pocket. Clemmer takes the shotgun snap. He's going to give it to Noah. No, he's going to fake it, and he is going to be sacked. We're going to see if they call the horse collar. I don't see any laundry, but they grab they grab Noah Vaughn hardcore on his, uh, on his shoulder pads and ripped him down. So that's going to be a big loss for the Red Rebels. Looks like Aaron, somebody for yeah, that's Aaron Davis. He made the sack and he's still down. I hope he's hope he's all right. Aaron Davis, uh, one who reps the infamous number two uh, for for Alcoa. We do wish him the best. Elijah Cannon is consoling him. I'm hoping it's just a uh, looks like it may be just a just a stretch, just a, a fatigue situation there. Uh, Davis has played a lot of football here tonight. Um, but as he's getting stretched out, let's take us a Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage timeout. Wish the best for Aaron Davis. We'll be right back. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865 389 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865-389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. Welcome back to Maryville High School and the Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. As Matt Clemmer just hits Gage Ledoux across the middle, a rocket for, I'm going to say, about 19 good yards. And that's going to be a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Where did that come from? That was clean. It was a lot. It was a rocket. Matt Clemmer just stood in there, planted his foot, and Gage Ledoux, it nearly carried him two yards. It hit his hand so hard. First and ten Rebels as we're under a minute to play here in the third. Coming out of a timeout, Ben explosive there's nowhere else to place that football but right there matt clemmer in the shotgun he's going to take he's going to give the handoff to noah vaughn and noah is going to be he's going to be gobbled up in the backfield going to be a two-yard loss there on first down Uh, i'm going to say assignment football said noah vaughn can't go anywhere as we're going to go under 20 seconds to go in the third this may be the end of the third quarter as Maryville will walk to the sideline, that looks to be the call. As we're going to take our end-of-quarter break, listen to our fine sponsors. When we come back, fourth-quarter action, tie ball game here in the 94th Annual Battle of Pistol Creek. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. You can get a kitchen tune-up in just days, not weeks, with Kitchen Tune-Up. Locally and family-owned Kitchen Tune-Up can update your kitchen with cabinet refacing, painting, new countertops, a backsplash, even a full custom kitchen makeover. The skilled craftsman of Kitchen Tune-Up can transform your outdated kitchen in days, not weeks. Choose American-made cabinetry and accessories, or save time and money with cabinet refacing, remodeling your expectations in days, not weeks. Learn more at kitchentuneup.com. Kitchen Tune-Up is a proud sponsor of Maribel High School Football. Rolling, 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 rolling. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. And 
welcome back to 95.7 Duke FM's Rebel Radio. Right here, Maryville versus Alcoa. Ben Metz, I'm Wayne Kaiser. Ben, I wouldn't want to be anywhere else right now. 12 minutes to decide this 94th annual winner of the Battle of Pistol Creek. They don't call it a barn burner for nothing, right? Yeah, we better find a barn. <laughs> but uh, as Clemmer and the offense will uh, start this fourth quarter of play, second down, 13 yards to go after a three-yard loss by Noah Vaughn. But, Ben, I'm looking at the stat sheet. Third quarter yardage for, for Alcoa, nine yards for the Tornadoes. For the Rebels, 96. It's a huge stat right there provided by the master math, Ken Main. As Clemmer will take the snap, he's going to pitch to Gillins. Gillins gets around the right end. He's going to cut up field. He spun out. He spun out of a, a tackle, and he got five more yards, Ben. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. He earned that first down. Jordan Harris laid a good lick on him out of bounds. Here's the thing. You, he did it after about 18-yard pickup. Or, well, 13-yard pickup. Uh, I was a little overzealous. But it's going to be a nice pickup. That's one, of the, that's one of the best, worst feelings ever when you make a first down like that and you get knocked so, out of bounds like so that. So they're going to say, let's see what they call. So it's going to be a spot foul. Actually, they say he stepped out of bounds before the first down. But with the penalty, uh, we're going to get a first down Red Rebels. Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down did not get the call. So they will. their new starting point will be near the uh, Huddleston Law Firm red zone at the Alcoa 23-yard line. Clemmer wants to move Gage Ledoux across the formation. Now he's going to move left to right. Clemmer takes the shotgun snap. He's going to hand it to Noah Vaughn. Noah stutter steps. He's going to get inside the 15 and fall down forward near the first down marker. Pickup of nine on first down for the Virginia Cavalier commit. Yeah, move Gage Ledoux in the flanker position on the right side. That creates that opening. First down. Let's see who's down. A little, little, there is a rebel. Uh, down looks like he the, he is being stretched out. That may have been Noah Vaughn right there. Uh, as I don't see a zero coming out of that pile. So, so looks like Noah Vaughn is down. little update, Aaron Davis did look for Alcoa, did walk off on his own. Uh, so hopefully just a stinger, just a, uh, uh, just a, a cramp. Uh, this is a hot night, a humid night. And now Noah Vaughn is back up on his feet, and he doesn't want anywhere close to the trainer. He is fired up. He is ready to go. Walking off on his own, checks with his head coach. Head coach rubs the helmet and says, we'll leave you out a couple plays. <laughs> so second down, one yard to go. Uh, we'll see Gage Ledoux more than likely be the, the setback. 11.40 to go in the third quarter, 14 in the fourth quarter. In the fourth quarter. In the game. In the game. In the game. Second down, one yard to go as we are inside the Huddleston Law Firm red zone. <laughs> I've got them all right tonight, Ken. Yard lines are good. As they're going to give the handoff to Gage Ledoux, he gets around the right side. He's going to go inside, outside, and near the end zone, down to the two-yard line. But I see a flag on the field. Let's see if it's a hold against the Rebels, or did somebody somebody grab the face mask of Gage? It's over on his side, so we'll see what the penalty is. Looks like number 79. I think that's Lance Williams is down for Alcoa. Again, looks like he's needing to get stretched as well. So uh, we'll see what the uh, the prognosis is there as he's getting stretched out. Let's take us a break. Uh, listen to our fine sponsors. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. This is Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage in Maryville. 
Folks, you shop for tires, TVs, washing machines, and cell phones. Why not shop your mortgage? Volunteer Home Mortgage has multiple lenders to compare rates and terms for the best possible deal for your needs. That's one-stop shopping. Call me and see how brokers are better. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500, 865-238-7500, or text VOLUNTEER to 33655, NMLS number 1641325. And welcome back to Rebel Radio. As, uh, as Don Williams says, we're living on Tulsa time, but right now we're living on Clemmer's time because he is uh, – He's up for second down. It's going to be a second down and long as uh, that was a holding penalty against the Rebels. So it will negate the Gage Ledoux uh, circus run there uh, that got inside the the, uh, the five-yard line. But it will be a spot foul, and it will go back out. Uh, I don't even have they assessed it yet. So it, the ball is set at the, the Alcoa 23-yard line. As uh, the Rebels go right to left here on Jim Renfro, for reference, they head toward the high school. Still have an injured player down for Alcoa. Yeah, Lance Williams is down for Alcoa. That's a huge loss if uh, he's uh, not able to return. He is uh, testing uh, the cramp, and uh, he's jogging off on his own power. So, again, the, the big D1 prospect, I believe he is a Virginia Tech commit, and, uh, and we wish him all the best because, again, great athlete, getting an opportunity to play at a big-time level. Uh, we do not need to lose him here tonight. We talked about playing 48 minutes on both sides of the ball can wear you down. And Clemmer gets back out there. Noah Vaughn is back out there at running back. He will be to Clemmer's left. And there will be three receivers to the left. And there will be one to the right. Clemmer checks the play at the line of scrimmage. Checks back with Coach Hunt. Updates his running back. Moves him to the right-hand side. Clemmer's going to take the snap. He's going to give it to Noah. Noah is nowhere going. And he is going to be dropped in the backfield. Going to be a loss of about three yards. It's going to bring up third and 13. Yeah, Aaron Davis was in on that tackle. Yeah, I think they brought an all-out blitz. And really, it didn't matter uh, much of what happened because they they invaded the backfield amazingly quick. Third down, 13 yards to go. Ball is on the uh, Alcoa 27-yard line. 26 and a half, if you want to call it even. Uh, But... This is no man's land here, Ben. I, I think this is a this is two down territory, and I think as Alcoa realizes this is two play territory for the Rebels, they take a timeout to think about it. Let's take one with them. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7. This is a Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage timeout. We'll be right back. It's barbecue time in Maryville, and Pistol Creek Eats is your local fix for award-winning melt-in-your-mouth brisket and barbecue. They're a fan-favorite barbecue food truck in our area, and Pistol Creek Eats can be available for your block parties, catering, and tailgate needs. Looking for a quick stop for quality barbecue? Look no further than a Taste of Blunt award winner in Pistol Creek Eats. You can check out their website, pistolcreekeats.com, or you can check them out on social media to see where they're going to be each and every week, but Pistol Creek Eats, Blunt County's own top-shelf barbecue, and you can thank me later. Welcome back to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz, and it's third and 13 as the Rebels exercise inside Alcoa territory. They are going to look to get it to to DJ Gillens. It is going to be picked off by Alcoa at the 
19-yard line intended for D.J. Gillins and just a good jump by him trying to get the number Braden, for Alcoa. That's Braden Cornett on the interception. It's going to be, is that 50? 58. So we're, uh, that is going to be a turnover there inside Alcoa territory. So really, uh, basically uh, a touchback kind of punt. They're going to set up shop at their own 19-yard line, but you got to flip the switch. you got to get back to defense and st- slow this uh, Alcoa offense down. Uh, one that you did already one time in the third quarter. you just got to put on more steam. New football into the game. And that will kind of slow down play for just a half second. But uh, that will juice the Alcoa sideline. And how does this defense for the Red Rebels respond? Lunsford into the football game. Tie game, 14-all. And it's going to be a shotgun snap play action. And he's going to look to uncork it. He's going to go long. And he's going to try to get it to number eight. And it's complete. And that's going to be a completion to number eight, Colby Barrett. And it's going to be in Rebel territory, a long throw down to the 32-yard line. And that's going to be tackled made by number 12, Hutton Jones. That is going to be a huge pickup. That is going to be going to be a long way. Let's put it that way. It's going to be 44 yards on the first down launch by Caleb Lunsford. Zach Lunsford at quarterback has one to the left, one to the right, and that's going to back them up. False start. That'll back up uh, Alcoa. So one one great play forward, and then a, a, a little miscue there on the offensive line is going to back them up. First down, 15 to go. As then now they will now set up shop at the Maryville. 42-yard line. Yeah, that previous play, Lunsford had all day back there, Wayne. Yeah, and really just a a slow-developing play. The play action was a little slough. I mean, it didn't sell to me, uh, but yet uh, I think just the the receiver uh, track meet down the the center of the field and just got just a half step ahead of them. But they're going to hand the football off to Cannon, Elijah Cannon, and he is going to get back near the original line of scrimmage, pick up a four. That's going to be second down 11. 9.34 9.34 to go here in this football game. Tie score 14 apiece. And, man, you can you can cut the pressure with a knife, Ben. Yeah, Maddox Stott running off the field, being replaced out there by Frankie Diaz. Again, Frankie's played a ton of snaps tonight, um, but the senior loves being out there for his football team. Lunsford's going to take a high snap. He's going to look to pitch it. He gets it outside to, to Jordan Harris, and Jordan is going to be caught in the backfield. And there's going to be a one-yard loss on the play, third and 11 upcoming. Peyton Cooper. Yeah, Peyton Cooper paved the way. And, again, just a good form tackle because uh, Jordan Harrison is a shifty guy. He gets him around the midsection. It's hard to get away from that. It's going to be third down and 12. And so it's ball on the Maribel 38, 39-yard line as we, uh, as we scrimmage here in the fourth quarter of the 94th edition of the Battle of Pistol Creek. Lunsford will spread out wide. He's by himself in the backfield. He will take a shotgun snap. He's going to try to get it to, does it get intercepted? And then it's going to fall to the turf. Jacob Richmond, the best receiver that was there, and it's going to fall incomplete. Fourth down and 12. And what do they do? Looks like Bacon Lauderback is coming out to punt this one away. And just I think this is a chess match right here, Ben. The last nine minutes is going to be a free-for-all. Yeah, nice play by Jacob Richmond. He was cut back on his heels. He moves his arm out there to try to make that play. Um, just caught caught on his heels there. Fourth down, 12 yards to go. Ball on the Rebel, 39. 
Bacon Lauder back in, in for the kick. Again, I would say watch the fake here. As the snap is made, Bacon gets the football. He does kick it away, and it's a high kick, a spinner, and there's some gunners down there to try to help the Tornadoes, and they do. They down the football at the six-yard line, and that's where Clemmer and the, the Maryville offense will bring out the offense uh, to try to come in, uh, take the lead here in late moments here of uh, this football game. And uh, really, this is where this is where leaders are made in football, Ben. You've got to step up. You've got to step outside yourself, and you've got to show what you got right here. Yeah, Clemmer made that mistake on the last drive, so it's really important that he comes out and he plays with intensity and leadership to yeah, see think, how he reacts. Yeah, Clemmer comes back out there quickly. He's going to be in shotgun formation. Gage Ledoux to his right, and he's going to hand it off to the senior. Gage is going to push the pile, get straight ahead forward, and he's going to pick up two on first down. Noah Vaughn with the football. Uh, he's going to get up. Actually, uh, they're going to give him a couple more. He's going to. It's going to be a second and seven. As they're scrimmaging deep in their own territory, so this is scary situation. Man, got to play sound football. Good. Uh, good. Uh, not a ton of chances. Hopefully to be taken here. Uh, but if you take one, let's just hope it pays off. Clemmer gets the play in. He's going to get to the huddle. Play clock still good. Still under or over 15. Clemmer and shotgun going to have two receivers to the right, one to the left. He's going to take the shotgun snap. He's going to fake the handoff. He's going to roll the pocket, call his own number, and he's going to push the pile ahead forward. Gets up to near the 14, and that's going to, they're going to give him the 13, and that's going to bring up third down about five. Third down about five. Yeah, he made some quick reads there. Nothing was open and decided to keep it. Got some positive yardage. We're looking at third and Third and three. Third and three. Third and three upcoming. Clemmer called his own number a little. You know, it's a chess match with the quarterbacks as well. Lunsford's called his own number a few times. Clemmer has. Uh, I would say uh, Lunsford's had the upper hand there, but uh, Clemmer continues to pound away at it. Third down, three yards to go. Ball on their own 13-yard line. Need three for a first down. Going to be in shotgun. He takes the shotgun snap. He's going to pitch play to Noah Vaughn. Noah Vaughn pushes the pile ahead forward. He's going to be near the first down marker, but they're going to say he is down at the 16, and he needed about the 16 and a half. I'm going to say fourth and short. Let's see where they spot this. They're going to say fourth and short. Do you go for it, Ben? I see Peyton Cooper down here on the sidelines. I'm seeing if they go Rhino. I think they're thinking about it, and they're going to think about it a lot more. As there's a timeout on the field. Hold on. Is there a timeout? Nobody's calling anything. Are we measuring? And we're measuring. So we'll see if uh, we can get something out of them. When the, the refs have their hand in their pocket, folks, we don't have a lot to tell you. Right. Fourth down, one yard to go as it sits right now, but they are bringing the chains out to confirm this. They call this a charity timeout. <laughs> Six minutes, 21 seconds to go. How many chain links do we need, Ben? It looks like it's going to be about three chain links short. It's going to be an amazing decision here for Coach Hunt. You're at your own 16-yard line. Your defense is doing well here in the game. 6.21 to go. What's the play call? Maribel's one for two on fourth down conversions tonight. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, 
I'm not a field position guy. That There's a lot of reasons why I'm not a coach. And uh, looks like we're going right now. Uh, Clemmer and the offense is back onto the football field. Ball on their own 15-yard line. They're saying they need a full one, but it's not quite a full one. And Clemmer under center. He's going to move D.J. Gillens left to right. Try to get the hard count. Looks to the sideline. And it is going to be timeout, Maryville. And I think that was to try to get the hard count. A little mind game there to see if he can get a jump. And uh, as that happens, the offense will come back off. As they come off, let's take a quick one with them. Elite Franks, a volunteer home mortgage timeout. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee? Want a realtor with the honesty and integrity you deserve? Then you need to call Cody Knuckles with Keller Williams Realty in Maryville. Cody is a realtor who invests in our local community and will work for you on your buying or selling project. He's people-focused and faith-driven to get the job done for you and make your real estate dreams a reality. So pick up the phone and call 865-404-3033. That's 865-404-3033. And let Cody Knuckles take your real estate goals from a First down to a touchdown. And welcome back. 95.7 Duke FM Rebel Radio. Six minutes to play. I'm Wayne Kaiser along with Ben Metz. And it's, uh, it's uh, I mean, it's, it's prove it time right here. As looks like we're back out in pump formation. So it's going to be a good snap. Corbin Price will be away. And do we get an offsides here? There is laundry on the field that stopped the play, and we'll see. We'll see. And we're gonna we're gonna silence the uh, crowd mic at this point. A lot of questions being made uh, about the officials, but uh, uh, at at this rate, uh, this type of game, I don't know that they have many fans. Uh, 5:58 to play, and it looks like it's going to be against the Rebels. It's going to be false start, so it will uh, it will back Corbin Price into his own end zone. Uh, to punt this one away, uh, you always worry, Ben, about the snap. Again, just get the snap clean, get the punt away clean. It's going to be a good snap. He's going to step to the side. He is going to kick this one away. A nice spiraling punt, and it is going to land, take a Maribel bounce, and it is going to go down the seam, and it's going to go out of bounds at the Alcoa 42-yard line, and that's where their offense will come out and set up. 14 all, Ben, 541 to play, and the, the load is squarely on the Rebel defense. Yeah, nice kick right there. Get us some good field position here. Let's uh, let's play some good D here, guys. Yeah, the group that is out there for the Rebels, it is going to be Caleb Graham, the touchdown recipient just a, a few moments ago. Uh, Jason Manneker, it's going to be number 56. Uh, Brandon Husky out there. Uh, looks like it's going to be pretty much your starting lineup uh, out here to finish this one off. Zach Lunsford's going to move his man into motion, Groff, and uh, he's going to hand it off to Elijah Cannon. Elijah Cannon pushing the pile. He is going to be dropped and stopped after a pickup of three. Give him four, and it's going to be second down, six yards to go with the Rebel 46. Jason Manneker in on the tackle, number 83. Second down, six yards to go. Again, as we tick ever closer to the final regulation timing here at the Battle of Pistol Creek, 5-15. That's all that's left to play here. Lunsford brings his troops to uh, to the to the line of scrimmage. He has been iced tonight, never looking frazzled all night long. Lunsford's going to take the snap. He fakes it. He's going to call his own number. He goes straight ahead forward, runs into his own lineman, and he's just going to pick up a yard on that play. Big hit. 
for just a yard pickup. It's going to be third down, five to go. Yeah, kept the ball, thought it was there, but guess what was there? Caleb Graham was there. They are 0 for 5 on third down conversions tonight per the, the Sultan of Statistics, Ken Main. Third down, five yards to go. Lunsford will have three receivers to the right, one to the left. He's going to have Jordan Harris in the backfield with him. He'll move Eli Owens inside. He's going to look to move it in. He's got a lineman coming at him. Jason Maneker coming at him, nothing. And he is going to throw it, and it is going to be, did they call that complete? And how did he get back and find a wide-open Jordan Harris? But Zach Lunsford stood in there. Give this lineman all the credit. They picked up Maneker. They picked up Graham. They did a lot of things that gave him the time to find that open receiver. Long pass downfield. It's going to be a 21-yard pickup for Jordan Harris, and it's a new fresh set of downs for the Tornadoes. First and 10 inside Rebel territory. They'll work at the Rebel 32. Yeah, you said it right. He had a lot of pressure. Manneker and Diaz back there. He stayed patient, stepped up in the pocket, made a nice throw. Lunsford has three receivers to the right. He's going to fake the handoff, calls his own number. He's going to go around left side. He's going to push the pile. He's going to continue to push. He's going up. He's pushing. It's a tough play. They're going to call him down. I think the flag comes out. We'll see who this is going to be on as Lunsford, Lunsford's slow to get up. Helmets off. It's getting chippy. So they're going to call. I think the ball came out because they, they signaled ball is down. But where did the flag come from? What's the flag? Looks like Manneker's going to check out. They're going to check in. Number 52, Jack Carter. It's going to be personal foul face mask against the Rebels. And that's going to be a horrible timing foul uh, if you look at it on this end. They're going to move this forward. It's going to move it deep into Rebel territory. This is the time the Rebel defense has to bow their back. Yeah, you don't want to give up too much yardage here for an opportunistic field goal with three and a half minutes to play. Right. I I think uh, at this point, uh, every time they snap the football, uh, you've got to be trying to get it back. Looks like Cannon's going to check in. Elijah Cannon for the Tornadoes. Looks like Jordan Harris will check out. Lunsford will check back in, I'm assuming because of the penalty. There's no reason to stay out of the football game. It's going to be first down, 10 yards to go. Ball on the Rebel, 13-yard line after the penalties assessed. Again, the score's 14-all, under three and a half to play. Lunsford takes a low snap. He gives it to Elijah Cannon. He's going to squeak his way through the center of the line, and he's going to be down inside the five-yard line. They're going to call him down at the four. He's going to bring up second down, one yard to go. What a hard-fought game, Ben. Again, just uh, people putting their best foot forward, and it's it's uh, it's showing into a great game. He's going to give the handoff to Cannon again, and Cannon is going to get left, and he's going to get wide, and he's going to get in for an Alcoa touchdown, and the Denzo scoreboard just changed. Just, uh, you know, good play call. Everybody sold out to stop up the middle because it was short-yardage situation, and Cannon just kicked it out wide and then just uh, kind of, just do doed into the end zone. Yeah, and give credit to Elijah Cannon. He ran really two great plays right there with a lot of energy. And now Coa takes the lead again late in this fourth quarter. It's now 20-14. to 14. And the extra point is blocked. The extra point is no good. Peyton Cooper blew up in the middle, and he took the opportunity. And uh, 
That, that's a big play there, Ben. Two and a, two minutes, 54 seconds to play. A blocked PAT opens the door for this Rebel offense. lot to be played here. There will be a kickoff. But, Ben, the Denzo scoreboard now reads your Rebels 14, the visiting Alcor Tornadoes 20. You're listening to Rebel Radio. We'll be right back. Denzo Manufacturing in Maryville hopes you're cheering on your team. Denzo loves to cheer on their team. And now Denzo is adding even more team members. Immediate production and warehouse openings on second and third shifts. Pay starts at $18 an hour depending on shift. And a high school diploma is no longer required. That's right. A high school diploma is no longer required. So join the team today. Denso has off-shift maintenance openings with experience-based hourly pay, as well as professional and leadership openings, competitive pay, paid holidays and vacation, 401k, health insurance, on-site Denso-only doctor, pharmacy, and workout facility. Learn more at denzocareers.com slash Get in the game, join the Denso team, and start crafting your future today. Welcome back to Skeeter Shield Stadium, Jim Renfro Field on the campus of Maryville High School. Two minutes, 54 seconds remain. Your Rebels trail the Alcoa Tornadoes 14 to 20. 20 for the Tornadoes, 14 for your Rebels. And uh, it's it's uh, do or die time right now, Ben. What a nice block PAT by Peyton Cooper. Perez will kick this one away. Thought it was going to be a coffin kick, but it will be returnable. And it is going to be, that's Noah Vaughn with the football. Noah Vaughn lowers his head, gets across the 30-yard line, and he will help his offense, and they'll set up shop at their own 33-yard line. Matthew Clemmer, again, a transfer from William Blunt, first-year starter here for the Rebels. Uh, I don't think the moment has been this big for him, and it's a, it's a time for him to be a gamer and, uh, and separate himself for his football team. Yeah, this is the time where leaders are made. Clemmer comes into the, the huddle. He brings in play number one here in this uh, this what would assume to be uh, the final drive here uh, to try to go win this thing. He's going to move Gage Ledoux right to left across the formation. He's going to look. He's going to try to get it out in the flat. He gets it to Noah Vaughn. Noah Vaughn's going to slip on the turf. Turf monster gets him, and he gets back to the initial line of scrimmage, and that is all. Just uh, I think he saw a lot of green grass, tried to kick it in high gear, and uh, just slipped on his own turf. Now give a shout-out to Matthew Clemmer there. He placed that ball right where it needed to be. Clemmer still in shotgun. He's going to take that snap, roll the pocket to the right. He's going to have a lot of good blocking. He's going to have to chuck it into the Alcoa sideline, and that's going to be incomplete out of harm's way, but it's going to bring up third and nine. Just needed a little bit more time. D.J. Gillins was in the slot, and he had nothing but open field. Yeah, I think it's just uh, it's one of those a right-handed thrower rolling to the right, but the receiver was coming back left. So it was across the body throw. You needed time to be able to set your feet. 2.20 to go here in this one as that stops the clock. And you're going to see Clemmer play action. He's going to try to get it out to Gage Ledoux. Bounces off his jersey, incomplete, and it's fourth down. Two minutes, 15 seconds to go, Ben, and we possibly are coming down. Uh, to this last play here. This is, uh, this is a play for an opportunity to win a football game. Yeah. There were three tornadoes in on that play. There was not That play was not there. And give a credit to Alcoa. They've, they've played their hard outs tonight. Uh, they've, they've withstood the, 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 the length of time that they've had to play two-way football. Uh, but it comes down to this. Fourth down, nine to go. Ball on the Rebel 33-yard line as they go right to left here on Jim Renfro. 
Matthew Clemmer. Let's get the first down. And it is going to be, I think we wanted a timeout, and it's going to be a false start against the Rebels, and it's going to back them up. It's going to be fourth and 14 after the penalties assessed. Just uh, just not the time to break right there, Ben. Just uh, not a great time for a penalty. Yeah, they were in the process of calling an audible there. There was some communication going from the sideline to Matthew Clemmer, and as they were having that communication. So maybe a break for the Rebels. We'll, we'll see. Uh, they're going to say the flag is, is null because the timeout was asked for prior to the uh, the penalty. So uh, we're going to jump down. Let's, uh, let's quickly... Uh, let's jump down to our sideline reporter, Carson Crouch. Carson, uh, big play here for the Red Rebels. Yeah, they're going to need something big right here after a timeout call to avoid a penalty. Uh, the sideline's pretty much dead, completely dead, so we'll see what happens here. Hopefully uh, first down can come out of this last play. Thanks, Carson. Always up to the minute on the beat. But as they quickly get back to the line of scrimmage, I think the play call is interesting here. I think sure hands is Zeke McCoy. I think sure hands is is uh, is a lot of these players, but it's all about when do you get the playoff. And so uh, looks like as they try to get the playoff, uh, maybe a um, another false start. No, they didn't get the st- clock started. Yeah, and that's unfortunate because a lot of routes were run there. They they exposed themselves on what play they were going to call. Yeah, I see uh, a stack set here to the left, two receivers to the right. Clemmer's going to take a three-step drop. He's going to hold it as long as he can. Zeke McCoy gets the football, toes down, first down. That's a huge play. Zeke McCoy, sure hands, and that's new life for the Red Rebels. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives, first down. Goes down about the 48-yard line, just turns around, makes a jump near the sidelines. Beautiful pass, beautiful catch. And Clemmer took a shot, but he earned it. He earned it. And so Clemmer will get back at the controls. He's going to be in an empty backfield. Three receivers to the left, two to the right. He's going to take the shotgun snap. A little three-step drop, wants to throw, looking. Gets it out in the flat to Noah Vaughn. Noah Vaughn's going to squeak out, and he's going to get into Alcoa territory, down to the 43-yard line. It's a pickup of eight on first down, second and two. Hit that safety valve. Those routes weren't open down the sidelines. Noah's right there to get you some reliable yardage. But stretch them. Stretch them indeed. And Clemmer's back at the controls. Takes the shotgun snap. Hands it to Noah Vaughn. He's going to get right. He's got some yardage. He's going to push the pocket. He gets down near the 30-yard line. That's going to be a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. And the Rebels are marching. Minute 35 to play. 20 for Alcoa. 14 for Maryville. And uh, again, Ben, I've said it a lot, but I, I said you couldn't cut it with a knife. I'm not sure at this point you can cut the pressure with a chainsaw. Clemmer's going to roll the pocket to the right, takes the shotgun snap. He's going to try to get rid of it, and he has to pull it down, and he has to take the big-time sack. It's going to be back at the 41-yard line. Just a huge loss there on first down, an 11-yard retreat and sack. And I think Clemmer wanted to get rid of it, but just he was afraid it would be a fumble because those guys were coming so hard. Yeah, he had single coverage with D.J. Gillen down the sideline. It just wasn't there. Yeah, good uh, good defense by Alcoa. Second down, 10 to go, or second down, 21 to go after the, uh, the sacks assessed. And uh, it will be a minute and 14 seconds to go. As we just get corrected, it looks like... Uh, Looks like the timeout. No, Maribel took timeout. They had one to go. 
Oh, they just had one and they took it. We'll agree to disagree. This is that moment in the game where you're huddled up right here on the sidelines and, and the game is on the line and you need to get you need to come together with your brothers, make something happen. Matthew Clemmer will stay in shotgun. He'll have Noah Vaughn to his left hip pocket. Zeke McCoy will be to the left of the formation, trips to the right. Zeke McCoy, Mr. Reliable, can he chunk this one back? Gage Ledoux goes right to left across the formation, takes the snap. They give it to Noah Vaughn. Noah Vaughn gets wide. He gets past the first tackler, past the second, and he's going to be down near the 35-yard line. Pickup of six there on second down. It's going to get it down to third and 15. He made a nice cut, about got into that third gallop, about made it to the sideline there. Good run. That's going to be Elijah Cannon that looks shaken up on the play. He's he's standing back at the Maryville 42-yard line, so pretty deep in the backfield. Uh, I don't know if he got hands to the face, got some eyes, uh, but he is getting looked at by the training staff. Give credit to number seven. Elijah's played a really good football game tonight. Well, you know, give credit to both these teams. You know, it means a ton to these fan bases. It means a ton to these uh, these schools, et cetera, et cetera. But 20 to 14, minute three seconds to go, and the, the team that is trailing has the football with an opportunity to go ahead. So uh, Clemmer uh, has got, uh, like I said, he's got his shoulders full right now, uh, but we'll see what the next minute and three seconds uh, allows for. Maryville is out of timeouts, uh, so they will have to uh, kind of play the sideline game or at least play the tempo game. We're going to go back, three receivers to the left, one to the right. Going to have Noah Vaughn in the back. They're going to pitch to Noah Vaughn. He's going to be caught in the backfield and dropped. Uh, just a great read uh, by the defenders. Uh, that's going to be 50-56 for Alcoa. That's going to be Braden Cornett, and he just read that play all the way and was able to get there. Under 40 to play here, and uh, it's fourth down, fourth and 15. Fourth and a lot more than that. We've just got to get it going. So I think you just got to get the play right. 20 seconds on the play clock, so no need to super panic. I think you just got to run everybody the post and see what happens. They're going to get Gage Ledoux off the field before the snap. It's going to be Matt Clemmer's going to roll the pocket. He's going to try to huff it. He's got some receivers. It's going to be picked off by Alcoa, and they're off to the races. He's going to get to 50 to the 40. There's nobody to stop him. 20, 10. Touchdown, Alcoa. Pick six on what we would assume would have been the final play of the game, and uh, that should that's going to seal it, Ben. Yeah, got a lot of pressure back there. Had to throw off his back foot. Yeah, I think you saw a lot of air under that ball. You, you saw the, the, the want to there for the Red Rebels. It just wasn't there to be. Good defense on the back end of that one. Uh, just time jump by the defender. And he uh, picks it off, and there's just nobody in front of him because all the Rebels were looking to score. Looks like there's a, there's an Alcoa player down. Uh, looks like to be another uh, another another uh, stretching situation, another cramp. I don't know why that word's escaped me all night, but uh, a cramp for uh, for Alcoa. And looks like Coach Brian Nix is coming out to to, to make sure his kid, uh, his players, uh, doing pretty well. Uh, looks like he's going to help him up. And Alcoa, you know, I think uh, you look at it, uh, they, they put it all on the line right here. Uh, they've done a lot of nice things tonight, and, and ultimately uh, it's going to be what you uh, what you get out of this team. And number 54, Riley Long, was the injured player. He's up. Jordan Harris with that pick. Uh, Mr. Mr. Reliable for Alcoa. Mr. Everything 
and uh, Jordan Harris uh, with the big pick six to, to pretty much separate and, and finish this game. As looks like Bacon Lauterbach will look to add the extra point. Uh, this will make it 27 uh, for Alcoa, and it will be up and good. And now the Denzo scoreboard reached 27 for the visiting Alcoa Tornadoes, 14 for your Rebels. And looks like 3.7 seconds is all that's left in this one. Ben, I, I just shock is you know I, the fourth down play. You, you kind of you want that to, to work for your team. Not only does it flip and not not uh, get the first down, but a pick six uh, to pretty much finish this one off. Uh, just a just a heartbreaker, shocking play. Yeah, and give credit to Alcoa on that third down toss play to Noel Vaughn. They read that very well, made a nice play um, to to make the fourth down a difficult play for for the Maribel offense. Well, and I think you know there's there's a bit of uh, you know there's there's a bit of build up here uh, as uh, looks like he's going to have to kick this one again. Lunsford will hold the kick is up, and again it is good. So now the Denzo scoreboard does read 27 for the Tornadoes and uh, 14 for the Rebels. 3.7 seconds is all that remains. Let's take our last break before the end of this one. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blount County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at REOCheeseWagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. And welcome back to Maryville High School, Jim Renfro Field. As the 94th annual Battle of Pistol Creek is about to come to a close, 3.7 seconds is all that remains. And Alcoa now leads the Red Rebels. 27 to 14 uh, a pick six 82 yard pick six by jordan harris uh, on the uh, fourth and 15 heave play uh, to try to extend this football game try to get down uh, to hopefully score the winning touchdown extra point uh, but just wasn't to be tonight ben just a, a battle that uh, you know uh, we've been on the upper hand of this one more times than not but tonight uh Tonight, the Tornadoes brought a good package and uh, looks like, for all extensive purposes, is going to win this one. Yeah, on that fourth down play, I think it was there if you would have had a little bit more time, had two receivers to that right side, just didn't have enough time back there trying to throw it off his back foot, and it resulted in an interception. This one's going to be a tough one. Uh, I think it's going to be one that you've got to learn from. Uh, You've got a a lot of film to to look at, uh, but I think ultimately – uh, we talk about it pregame. We talked about it through the week. That's why this game's uh, so intense and emotional is that it doesn't have postseason implications. Uh, Alcoa, a lot of their 20 uh, state championships have a Maryville loss on it. Some of the 17 that Maryville has has an Alcoa loss on it. And so uh, this is a community battle. And this year, uh, as the final play is ran, uh, it looks like uh, – Price Davis is going to run this football. He's going to try to get He's going to get a lot of yardage here as we finish this one off. He'll be tackled inside the 20-yard line, and Alcoa is going to storm the field. Alcoa coming to the, the student section. Not the best of looks here. I think Coach Hunt is wanting to shake uh, Coach Nix's hand at the 50-yard the line. He's just not here to do it. So uh, they're, they're going to finally get in hand. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm biased in this rivalry. I'm appreciative. I'm, I think there's a lot of things Alcoa has done well. 
I think it says a lot about Maribel football and, and the dominance that they've had in this rivalry recently. And, uh, you know, so, so give a little credit to the Maribel Rebels for yeah. what they've done and what they've accomplished in this rivalry over the past 10 years. Yeah, and I think, I think you know, again, I'm, I'm all credit and all, all uh, I guess, praise goes to Alco for what they've done here tonight. Uh, they've knocked off a, a 6A football team. They've uh, knocked off uh, the Blunt County Giant, if you will. And, uh, and you know, they're to be respected for that. 27-14 to 14 is the final on the scoreboard. Uh, but uh, you act like you've been here before. So I, I – uh, Again, I have my loss for words a little bit on the way that, that ended there. But uh, as Jordan Harris and, and Alcoa's football team will continue to celebrate here on Jim Renfro Field, uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to get some sponsors taken care of. And when we are uh, when we get done, we're going to name the Smoky Mountain Axe House Player of the Game because a lot of Rebels put their heart on the line here tonight to try to get this win for the Rebels. And just, uh, just a bit short, but that doesn't negate any great experiences for the Rebels. So we're going to take a break. Listen to these great sponsors. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a Blunt County tradition for 20 years. El Jimador Mexican Grill is fast, filling, and fantastic Mexican food at a fair price. Come to El Jimador Mexican Grill for daily lunch specials, Monday through Saturday from 11 till 4. Dine in for a great dinner with family and friends, or call ahead for takeout anytime. Open Sunday through Thursday till 10, Friday and Saturday until 10.30. Your fiesta awaits at El Jimador Mexican Grill, 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville. Call 865-681-6040. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Located in Maryville, Tennessee, Huddleston Law Firm was founded in 2005 by Rob Huddleston with a mission to provide top-notch legal services to the residents of Blunt and Knox counties, as well as many surrounding counties. Huddleston Law Firm is ready to fight for you in criminal or juvenile court, simple wills and divorces, child custody and adoption matters, and domestic law services. Call Huddleston Law Firm at 865-983-5500 or go online to the Huddleston Law Firm.com. Huddleston Law Firm understands you have many options in East Tennessee for representation. They realize that fact and always appreciate your business. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran-owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call, 865-268-5872, or check them out online. Smaxes.com. That's S M A X E S.com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. And welcome back to Maryville High School, 95.7 Duke FM postgame show. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And, uh, and Ben, uh, again, 27 to 14 is how this one came to a close. Alcoa victorious over Maryville uh, here the first time since 2018. Ironically, it happened here at Jim Renfro Field. Uh, but final statistics provided by Ken Main. Again, always appreciative of what he does each and every week for Rebel Radio. Uh, but first downs for Maryville, 15-12 for Alcoa. Rushing yards, 39 carries, 201 yards for Maryville. 25 carries, 171 yards for Alcoa. Passing yards, Maryville had 121 yards. 
Alcoa with 88. Just a, a lot. Obviously, that one play at the end uh, made the gap here in this game a lot more than, than it actually played out on the field. Uh, Alcoa, 38 total plays offensively, 259. Maryville, 61 plays, 322. Uh, look at time of possession. Really, Maryville owned that category. Near 28 minutes time of possession. Alcoa just north of 20 minutes. Uh, so really uh, in favor of the Red Rebels there. You look at the the, the individual stats here. Maryville, Noah Vaughn led the rushing category. 27 carries, 170 yards, and a touchdown. Price Davis, one for 41. Uh, DJ Gillins, one for 10. And Gage Ledoux, four carries for eight yards. Uh, Matt Clemmer, 14 of 22, 121 yards, a touchdown, and had two interceptions. Uh, so just uh, just really advantageous defense for Alcoa. One of the, Both of those, I feel like, are just right place, right time for the defender. Uh, in the receiving category, Zeke McCoy, seven catches for 66. Two of those drive-extending catches. Uh, so he's a big-time player for the Rebels. Gage Ledoux, three catches for 42. Noah Vaughn, three for nine. And Caleb Graham, one for four and a touchdown. Well, I think about Hippie's keys to the game. Prior to the game, he talked a lot about the quarterback play. And like you said in the stat sheet, Matthew Clemmer, 14 for 22. He had the two interceptions. And you, you go to the other side, Lunsford, 10 for, 10 for 13, 88 yards. Um, but you also talk about creating pressure on Lunsford. I think about that play. I think it was the in the third quarter where Diaz and Maneker were in the backfield. Lunsford was able to step up, make a long pass down the field. Uh, so, again, we we probably wanted to do a better job of creating that pressure on Lunsford, but um, – uh, give compliments to Noah Vaughn, 27 runs for 170 yards. Yeah, Noah's going to put the work in each week, and, and I think everybody put their work in uh, to get this one done. It just, uh, honestly, Alcoa, uh, right place at right time at a couple places that turned back some positive drives for the Rebels, uh, but we're excited to, to talk to our player of the game. I think we can go ahead and announce it. He's going to work his way up here, hopefully. It's going to be number 21, Caleb Graham. You know, the big guy getting a touchdown, uh, being a safety valve, whether that was intended or not is who we're going to get to but we're going to kick it down to the sideline to our sideline reporter mr carson crouch uh carson what's the beat down there as you're on the field uh, after this uh this kind of shocker well wayne uh honestly i just kind of see hope in these kids eyes after a talk by coach hunt and a prayer and a sit down these kids actually have hope uh that the season's not over even though this is a tough rivalry battle and a loss they still have a long season to go and plenty, plenty of more wins ahead. You just got to keep moving forward, Coach Hunt says, uh, and bounce back, and that's exactly what the Maryville Rebels are going to do. All right. Well, we've announced the uh, the uh, the player of the game, so hopefully you've been able to find him and uh, send him this way to get his uh, get his care package, get his Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game bundle. But uh, thanks, Carson. As always, you stepped in, you stepped up, and I appreciate what you've done uh, as sideline reporter here tonight. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, just to build a little bit off of what he said, uh, you know, these players coming out of the locker room, Derek Hunt touched on it a little bit, saying, "Hey, we need to we need to bring some intensity. We need to we need to change our body language on the field." We came out, and what did we do? We had that eight-minute drive. We had 15 plays. We score a nice touchdown. So a loss like this, you 
you can learn from a loss like this. This could be the fuel that fires you to, to win this thing. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. You know, I, I love what Carson said is that there's hope out there. This is a game that is, is not a decider uh, for what you're going to do. Uh, it can very much, there can be a lot of 6A wins uh, in the future for this Rebel team. Bearden comes here next week, and I got I to gotta say, I feel bad to be a Bearden Bulldog next week, but uh, but really love what we uh, what what effort was given tonight. Like I said, there's growth moments. I think anytime you turn over a senior class like you did a year ago, there's going to be moments you've got to you've got to improve on. Uh, but tonight, here's a hard lesson uh, to continue to push, continue to get better. And we come back here next Friday night. We'll play Bearden, and, and we got to snap and clear. Yeah, we'll be ready to go for sure. Uh, I want to t- touch on some scores uh, as we had a, a lot of scores uh, kind of go final as we've been working hard here tonight. Uh, Dobbins Bennett knocks off David Crockett 49-6. to uh, You're going to see a third-quarter score, Granger County, and Chucky Doak looks like Chucky Doak's all over them, 35-24. Uh, to 24. Uh, Jefferson County is on Knox Halls, 28-14. Uh, to 14. Uh, Knox Halls falling on hard times. They're on three to start this season. Greenville uh, looks like a fourth-quarter score on top of Morristown West, 28-21. That's a battle of two 3-0 teams. Uh, Cock County on top of Seymour, 13-7. Cock County looking to get their second win uh, of the night. Uh, And then Heritage, uh, here's a fourth-quarter score, just the start of the fourth. Heritage 31, William Blunt 20, the Battle of the Bell. And if you've been on social media any of this week, there may be a certain someone in the back of a certain someone's truck on the ride to Heritage because 11 points the separator here. William Blunt's going to have to do some work. They're 0-3. Heritage is 1-2. Uh, Heritage is looking to take the bell back uh, back down uh, 4-11. Yeah, might be riding in a truck on Monday morning, right? Well, we'll see. We'll see. But, uh, you know, Coach Osavet, if he wins this game, that's what we call a winning streak. That'll be two wins in a row there. Ray County on top of Anderson County, 38-28. Cleveland on top of East Ridge, 55-21. Alcoa, we talked about this final here tonight. Uh, it's going to be Northview Academy, 42-27 over Claiborne. That's a third-quarter score. Uh, Pigeon Forge fell to Sevier County earlier tonight, uh, 19-0. Uh, Bearden, 56-21 winners over South Doyle. So that's the next Red Rebel opponent next week. Uh, Coalfield defeated Sunbright, 46-0. Looks like Knox West defeated Fulton, 47-12. That is a final. Uh, Looks like I'm trying to get down to some. Morristown East is trailing Campbell County. That's a third-quarter score late, 34-20. Next is uh, Carnes is defeating Tennessee High. Now it's a final, 35-6. Uh, and looks like we are joined by our player of the game. Let's take us a break, uh, get this thing set up, and then when we come back, we're going to have Caleb Graham, this week's Smoky Mountain Axe House, player of the game. Stevenson Tire, three generations serving Blunt and surrounding counties for over 60 years. The friendly staff at Stevenson Tire is ready to assist you and get you back on the road quickly with the most trusted tire brands in the industry. Competitive prices, tire repairs too. Expect real hometown service at Stevenson Tire. The name to trust in East Tennessee is Stevenson Tire. 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville. Online at stevensontire.net or call 865-983-1621. Monday through Friday, 7.30 till 5. Saturday, 7.30 till noon. Close Sunday. Stevenson Tire. 
Yep, it's that time once again. It's football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a like-new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley at Twin City Certified in Miraville be the choice. Over 600 pre-owns to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600. Or click TwinCityCertified.com. Twin City Certified in Miraville. It's the quality. Quality you deserve. And welcome back in the 95.7 Duke FM post game show. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside the, the Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game, Caleb Graham, number 21 for your Rebels. Touchdown tonight, a four yard touchdown catch for you. Congratulations on the touchdown. Again, not the way you wanted it to unfold on the scoreboard, but guy, you fought your heart out and, and you got to be proud of your performance. Yes, sir. Thank you. Uh, so let's talk about that touchdown. Four yard touchdown reception, one for four yards and a touchdown. That's your stat line on the receiving category. You're in that box. You ever been in that box before? No, sir. I haven't. Well, today is your lucky day. Touchdown uh, here tonight. Unfold the f- play. How, how did you practice that? Did you know it was going to happen tonight? Well, what's funny is we've never practiced against an actual defense. We've practiced that play during walkthrough. And, you know, most teams, they see me come in, they know I'm a defensive tackle. I've played defensive line here for, gosh, since freshman year. Never caught a ball, never really played offense except just the block. So they see me go in, they think that this is going to be a power play, and we fake it, naked boot out the backside, and I was wide open. Well, I speak for all former linemen when I say hands are not necessarily always our forte, so congratulations <laughs> on catching a touchdown. Yes, sir. Uh, but, but good stat line. Uh, the Rebels held the football. Uh, you talk about defense. You guys offensively had the football for 28 minutes, held Alcoa to 20 minutes. Uh, just really de- defensively, what did you see from the Tornadoes? You know, they're a big play offense. And, you know, I, I told my guys before the game, if they consistently have to drive down the field 80 yards on us, I don't see them going 80 yards on us. Uh, so we had to limit the big plays, and we just couldn't do that. You know, they had some big plays. There was a third and long late in the game where I should have had a sack down there. I missed them. Ends up getting a big play down the field for a first down. So, you know, he's going forward. You have to eliminate the big plays and make teams drive on us. Well, Caleb, uh, again, defensively, there was a lot of adjustments made at the half. You guys came out in the second half, shut down uh, Lunsford in that offense. Really, like you talked mm-hmm. about, they're a big play offense. They've, they've exploded on people. All season long, and tonight that was really much held in check. The last that last play there really made the score not look indicative of what happened mm-hmm. here tonight. Uh, but you guys, you guys did your work. You put Lunsford on his back multiple times, and you guys are are, are just scratching the surface of the the level that you can get. What what was the message from Coach Hunt post game? That you know this is not the end of the season. You know we still have a lot of football left to play, and you know big picture this is not make or break for us you know it might be for them but it's not for us you know we still have a 6a region to win we still have you know a state championship to win so we have a lot of football left to play and we can't hang our heads you know it's it's not the end of the season so we got to keep going yeah tomorrow starts bearden week again this is a big rivalry game and and they're going to they're going to bask in it for a little while but we got a snap and clear bearden's coming in next week and I know you guys will be ready but congratulations you're this week smoky mountain axe house player of the game and uh, one thing that you get to do with us uh, as we uh, as we close up tonight's broadcast we uh, we sign off but what I'm going to do is I'm going to say if you're leaving the stadium or on the road home take care be safe and go rebels and at the end of that I want you to yell go rebels with us okay yes, sir. the red rebels have fallen 
to three and one and lost the 94th edition of the Battle of Pistol Creek. The Rebels fall to three and one. Tornadoes improved to four and zero. Oh. The final score for Maryville High School: Alcoa 27, Maryville 14. As we look to finish up tonight's broadcast, let's take time to thank all that make this thing possible. Thank the great administration here at Maryville High School and Athletic Director Landon Harris. Thanks to all the sponsors you've heard during the breaks. Thanks to the Master of Math, Ken Main, for up-to-minute stats each and every week. Special thanks to Miss Laura back at the studio for getting us in and out of all the breaks. But for Ben Metz, Carson Crouch, and Caleb Graham, I'm Wayne Kaiser, and you've listened to Rebel Radio. If you're leaving the stadium or on the road home, take care, be safe, and yes, go Rebels. Go Rebels! Go Rebels! Go Rebels. Get ends and then stack them. Don't let nothing distract us. Excuse me, Mr. DJ. Pretty girls get loud. Now let me hear you say.